Welcome to Music of the Year, the only podcast that has the science and the screaming to determine what the best album is of any given year. Don't touch that dial. This is actually Movie of the Year. We're going through the best pop culture of 2022. I'm your host, Mike Gravano. Tonight, we are taking 16 albums down to one. With me is a panel of experts that... A panel of people who I could get to listen to these (laughs) albums. No. Starting with books. What's up, Mac? Hey, I'm really glad you made that correction. I was going to try to bullshit my way through my expertise, um, but now I'm just a person who had very little life and was able to listen to a lot of music. Yeah, so. you have a new baby, which I assume means you can play music as loud as you want at all times, yes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, awesome. the angrier, the better. <laughs> <laughs> the baby or the music? Well, both. They, they oh, yeah. It becomes <laughs> a really nice little parallel. It's a whole like live-in experience when the music is angry and you've got a like little claw scratching your face at the same time. <laughs> Adds to it. Oh, it's just like when I was at high school at punk shows. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute before their baby claws fall off. <laughs> <laughs> that voice that loves baby claws is Greg. Mike, now I actually am an expert. I don't like to brag a lot on this show, but I've actually studied music at Julie's Yard. <laughs> at Julia? That's very impressive. No, uh, a slight correction there, if I could. Uh, Julie's Yard. Oh, My that, neighbor like, Julie uh, oh, okay. has a big speaker, and she plays mm-hmm. music at lunch, and that's where I go to listen to it. But I still feel like I've come away with a real appreciation for music. Based on where you live is a lot of... Uh sublime long beach double yeah, stars yeah red hot chili peppers <laughs> um yeah but a lot of tom petty too and that's nice okay that is nice yeah. i just got the greatest hits tom petty it's very fucking good yeah it's a, there's a lot of them i'm sorry mike you you got the greatest hits of tom petty on vinyl i'm vinyl, sorry vinyl there he is it's yeah. just better. It's warmer. <laughs> it's warmer. That's what I like about it, right? It sounds warmer. It sounds warmer. More of an event when you put on a record. And you have to get up. It's because it's a four fucking disc thing. So you have to get yes. up every three songs. I love that. I love Definitely. not being able to relax. <laughs> Always looking to get up more. Uh, that person who made me say I'm a douchebag is Ryan. See, like this hand, this controls, you know, the volume of the artist. But this hand, it controls time. And it just makes me realize that I don't have time to listen to 16 albums. What the <laughs> fuck are we doing here? It. I'm saying it now. Lydia Tar. Lydia Tar. Look it up. <laughs> I thought you were doing it, pitch perfect Lydia Tar. What if Lydia I'm doing Tar, a pitch perfect real person Lydia Tar? <laughs> <laughs> what if she was the star of Pitch Perfect instead of Anna Kendrick? Would it maybe change at all? I want to see her cup song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also here is Cassie. What's up? Um, I didn't listen to any songs on the bracket. I did my own bracket. Is that cool? Yeah. How much drop <laughs> D is from the bands in your bracket? Who's on your bracket, Cassie? Um, I got um, Sublime, um, nice. Tom Sublime Petty. Um, who, who, you would who love Julie's yard. <laughs> yeah. is Julie I also live aunt? next to Julie. <laughs> She's a great lady. <laughs> There's a lot less of, like puddle of mud in your list than I thought, Cassie. Greg oh, Cassie, did you guys buy your houses because they were next to Julie's yard? Like, was yeah, that the that selling was, point? The realtor was like, it didn't even list that there, like, there is a pool, but it wasn't even listed. It was like Julie's next door. <laughs> Ryan, you pay for Spotify, right? Yeah. Now imagine you got to pocket 
that ten dollars a month or whatever it is. <laughs> and the only downside is you have to go over to your neighbor's yard to listen to whatever she wants to listen to <laughs> instead of getting to make your own choices. It's a pretty good deal. <laughs> Greg, I do something way cooler, which is pay for Spotify every month and also every month spend like a hundred dollars on vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> What is but that? it's warmer. It's so warm. <laughs> <laughs> what is Julie's yard wrapped like at the end of the year, Greg and Cassie? What is it wrapped like? Yeah, point oh, one. Present. Greg, you're like, an like, Apple person. You don't even know. There's too much Apple music in. Oh it's yeah, Julie's point oh one percent of Tom Petty. Like yeah. just like Tom Petty <laughs> flies in. He's like, oh my god, I didn't even know somebody listened to me as much as you. Thank you. There, there was that one part where she played Creep for like just two weeks straight because I think she was going through a breakup. It was a dark time. Yeah. yeah. So that was a bit, that was a lot of it. Did you guys, uh, I don't know how applicable this story is to Julie's yard, but do you know that JLo <laughs> just put her house on the market and included in that house in the backyard is a hundred seat amphitheater for when she wants to perform for what? friends? What? Uh, let's get it, guys. That's I the new studio. It. I want it. That's the j Lowest <laughs> shit I've ever heard in my uh, entire life. It's so funny how many different levels. <laughs> it's so funny how many different levels of wealth there are. Yeah. Like, I've never even been on a yacht, and she has like a hundred seat <laughs> amphitheater. Just casually. Every, yeah. imagine every family meeting. You're like, everybody take your seats in the amphitheater, and you just stand in the front. How official That's how you feels. find out your parents are getting divorced. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say it. There's no way she's still just Jenny from the block. No, come on. You have what? an amphitheater in your $50 million house. But what if Not she only bought that, part but of that it's block? So yeah, so people specifically can desire to listen to you. Yes. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. like so you can host concerts, have fun little events. In case my friends come over and want to hear me sing a well, few hits. It's because <laughs> she is the love of the love of her life. Like ooh. she has to share that. It's honestly so nice of her. Yeah. And every party in her house, she's just eyeing it from the kitchen, like, when are we gonna get out to that fucking amphitheater? <laughs> when am I gonna go sing the Marry Me song? <laughs> All of them, the whole album from start to finish. <laughs> and Caitlin, our Marry Me Obsessive, is here as well. Hi, yes. My favorite albums include the Marry Me album and also everything <laughs> that K.K. Slider sings from Animal Crossing. So I do think I am a person that is here that has listened to albums. What is a K.K. Slider? <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you for asking. Um, no. <laughs> if you've ever played Animal Crossing, there is a great character called K.K. Slider. He comes to your island okay, every so Saturday what do we think? and he plays great songs. The uh, <laughs> musical essence of 2022 is what's the state of music last year? We'll start with you, books. I see. I had a feeling you were going there, and my mind just went blank with Animal Crossing. So, <laughs> so is she in her glasses? Me, She's me, googling me, me, state me, of music. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, piano fortissimo. <laughs> <laughs> right now, what's coming to mind, and like usually we have a lot of music that is um, <laughs> focusing on and I can't think of the word like um, calling attention yes. to issues societal issues and everything mm-hmm, I feel like we stepped away from that in some of the top albums this year some of them are still doing it but uh, a lot of them feel a little more focused on the music particular to the artist Okay, I'm not going to go to you first anymore. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, that was terrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's the I've got most impossible question to but answer. But at least yeah. everybody just sat and watched and nobody helped. Because <laughs> we Love don't know how. That. There's nothing better you can do when someone's having trouble articulating themselves than to just interrupt them repeatedly. <laughs> I, sorry, I, I had to sit here and watch some of the worst hosting I've ever seen before. So let's blame Oof. that on Mike right there. Oof. Oof. 
Oof. Uh, you're being church, you're insulting church. her. We can't insult you. No, that's the rules. <laughs> Everybody insults each other. I am untouchable, like Elliot Ness. Ryan, State of Music 2022. I agree with Mac in that. I don't know if like on average the albums were less personal, but what I'm wondering is that if we're going to see throughout this bracket, if we as a group lean that way. I, I think that if you look at the albums that we have anointed album of the year in the past, mm-hmm. I think that the, in a lot of ways, the more personal, the better, mm-hmm. you know, the more mm-hmm. relatable to like our demons and shit at the better, but it's been fucking, it's been a hard time. You know, it's, it's like, it's been a rough world and, I just wonder if at this point we're like, did you make me dance while doing the dishes becomes a bigger priority than ever before. So Ryan, yeah, it's, it's always been our priority. Is it a bop or not? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's how we <laughs> rated it the past like five years. Bop well, or we not? We have different different ways of playing this game. I think. <laughs> Caitlin will just Caitlin will just stand in my house and point at things and be like, bop, not bop, not bop, not bop. The <laughs> microwave's a bop. It's like a Marie Kondo style of getting rid of things. You got to bop or not? <laughs> how? And you got to uh, bop to the top. Cassie and Caitlin, how? How? Yeah. First, I guess how boppy is KK Slider, and then how boppy in general is 2022. <laughs> KK Slider is the bop. Yeah. <laughs> he is I the threshold. It. Like he's the best. Like he is who I wish to be when I grow up. Um, and then Cassie, what he was can the other sing part any of style of music. Yeah, Whoa. anything. Yeah. And it could always in be me. good. What that noise you just made sounded just like KK. That was great, Mike. Thank you. That's what was the said I'm a good singer. I genuinely forgot. Um, how how boppy was 2022? For for people who uh, rate everything on bop to not bop, was 2022 a bop? I'd rate it about like a 127 BPM bop. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh fuck! I forgot. Cassie BPM Davis is back on the show. <laughs> it's not like a lot of bops, but the ones who chose the bop route bopped it up you they know what i'm saying like if they went bop they bopped it if they went not bop it was a bummer greg is julia <laughs> is it julie or julia julie julie's yard julie's yard. Does julie. julie talk about bpms a lot is that where cassie gets this from <laughs> yeah she's always talking about bpms she, she kind of just brings like, out a metronome and is like count it <laughs> and i'm always just like yeah definitely <laughs> sure count julie it. whatever <laughs> You don't want to get kicked out of the yard. That's the thing. Yeah. Once you get into the yard, it's so prestige. <laughs> you can get you guys like out a, of the yard. Uh, some artists went went pure bop. Like we've had years where Beyonce is like, "I'm going to talk about the the rocky state of my marriage," but felt like this year she's like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna make a great dance album." Mm-hmm. That's something that's just energetic and and fun. And I agree yep. that there's like fewer of like the social messages and a lot more of the like, I don't know, just uh, let's enjoy ourselves. Let's just. Uh, what little time we have left. Let's spend it nodding our heads. <laughs> it might be all from being uh, alone inside watching the world die. May- maybe people are like, let's have fun. This is our roaring 20s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think there's a thing when that starts of like, I want to be sad too. Like I want my art that I listen to or whatever to be sad, mm-hmm. you know, like to go along with me. But eventually you're like, fuck, man, let's just, can we just bop a little bit? I will say it seems like a particularly um, self-obsessed uh, year. Like everybody's album is just like, this is me. This mm-hmm. is what I was up to. This is an album celebrating myself. This is an album uh, about, you know, 13 midnights from my <laughs> life. Like every album seems to be just about the artist. Uh, Kendrick Lamar's album is just all about his own personal issues, um, which you get some of, but that seems like what most artists well- were doing this time around. I think it's because otherwise it'd be about awkward Zoom calls with family and trying to figure out board game rules. But I mean, honestly, we're 
this is the end of 2022 we're talking about. Like, 2022, like, people have been out. People have been doing things. Like, yeah, but it takes a while to this record This is post-pandemic yeah. music. Right. No, I think all, a lot of this was written in 2020, 2021. Yeah. Um, and, and just is coming out in the last year. I think I, there's very few that wrote it, popped it out in a month. I do think, like, because sort of the way the brackets work is like we have to nitpick like right mm-hmm. like this is all great so we have to say a and a minus and i have to go with the a over the a minus and to me speaking of what greg just said i think a lot of it is did it feel genuine are you painting a picture of your genuine self or are you painting the picture of what you want us to think of you and i think for me that's going to be the deciding line whether or not like they bopped or you could dance or whatever other words caitlin just made up on this show right now <laughs> um it's did this and I, like i don't know because i don't know these artists but did it feel like you were really talking to me or you were really like this is what i want ryan to think of me mm-hmm. that it was weird how many artists had specific two ryan songs <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. R- like ryan i'm cool <laughs> ryan, ryan like me i'm still a chill person Bad Bunny's album is literally uh, a summer without you, and it's probably a summer without Ryan. But yeah, is what it should be called. Yeah. Well, uh, we're gonna figure out how many of these sixteen artists are talking directly to Ryan when we come back. Our first battle in July of 2022, Queen B dropped our first seated album and her first studio album in six years, Renaissance. Inspired by the isolation of the pandemic, Beyonce wanted to celebrate the club era where marginalized folks sought liberation through dance, paying homage to black and queer disco and house pioneers while exploring hedonism, escapism, and self-expression. It's up against our 16th seed, Sudan Archive's Natural Brown Prom Queen. The second album from the Cincinnati singer, Natural Brown Prom Queen, is an ode to hometowns, weaving in themes of race, womanhood, and love. Books, I ask you this. Which album inhabits its atmosphere more, that of the reigning queen of pop as she continues to reinvent herself, or the up-and-coming singing violinist trying to blend depth and silliness? So, and I know I'm going to have the unpopular opinion here, and I'm totally comfortable with that, but I love Sudan Archives because I felt like it felt more like at home for her. And maybe that's just because Beyonce has had such a range with her last album that I can't pinpoint what is truly home for Beyonce Mm. because she does express so much range in her albums that I don't, I don't know if I truly qualified to be like, this is the true Bay. Um, right. But yeah, to me for that specific question, Sudan archives felt a little more cohesive and at home in it's all. It's Sudan archives. Do. I felt like was like the big discovery. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, every time we do this, there's like albums you like albums you don't like. And then there's always one album where you're like, Oh man, this is a new, like, a new artist that I'm going to follow forever. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I was excited by any album half as much as I was excited about Sudan Archives. Made it onto the list late. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, but I got it in my head. was not gonna. She wasn't going to be able to hang on. Um, but did hang on. And I'm so glad. And this is the toughest 116 matchup that I think like we've maybe ever had on the brackets. Ever. Yeah, when we had the opportunity and during the preview show, it would have been great if somebody took Sudan Archives off out of 16. And replace it with some bullshit. And then somebody else put Sudan Archives up in a different spot up mm. against not Beyonce. 
That would have been smart. Yeah. It would have been yeah. good. That'd be cool if people thought about it. But like, you know, <laughs> well, some people, people, take some critical thinking that I don't think we uh, we possessed at that wow. point. So <laughs> We were so dumb and young. we all <laughs> didn't think together. <laughs> <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of sampling, a lot of fun, uh, a lot of energy, like kind of a manic quality to the, the changes and shifts that felt very modern. And it does have the true, like, you can hear the, like, R&B, like, homage and everything throughout all that one like that one sounds true to the style she was going for to who she is for Beyonce you know it's not it's probably not like go to Beyonce but she did it does sound like you know um underground ballroom like dance scenes Mm -hmm. for sure she did bring that to the like to her what she does but it's not she could just do whatever she wants, so it's a different game, I guess. I mean, the the, the fact that the, one of the songs is called Alien Superstar, mm, like, yeah. that's kind of, like, the difference between what Beyonce gives you, that Alien Superstar, that, like, goddess quality, that unassailable, you know, bigger mm. than pop culture itself, versus what sounds like somebody on their computer making beats and looping their own voice and, like, making something very personal and small, whether it is or not, I, mm-hmm. you know, actually. What, but it just it, it felt like more like a diary, really. Yeah. I also get this impression, too, that at some point Beyonce was in a club and they played, let's say, something off Lemonade. And then they moved on to a different artist. And everybody cleared it. And she was like, God damn it, I did bad. Why Why would they? Yeah. So wait, hold on. Right now they're playing not Beyonce. And then with this one, like we were talking about before, so much personal about Lemonade, so much boppy about this but also what if the dj never had to switch artists what if Mm. i want renaissance and beyonce to play all night long and i feel like that's what she attempted and did accomplish Mm -hmm. well yeah it's it renaissance and then the weekend's dawn fm remind me it's similar where like i miss mixes and somebody putting it together the one is it's in your club a dj's doing with beyonce's and uh dawn fm it was i want i miss late night radio we're guys putting the mood together, but it's all the same vibe. Uh, Ryan, can you put on a Beyonce song? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do Cuff It. Okay. I will do that, Mike. Why Cuff It? And we w- Why Cuff It? I think uh, there, it is all underground ballroom, and it has that vibe, and that's her project, right? She's like, wants to throw back to me. It just feels like 90s gay raves. But Cuff It, I think, feels like the the song of the songs that does that for me. You can feel like the old disco bass in the background. And I believe uh, one of Beyonce's highest honors that she's ever experienced was on the 2022 mixtape. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, good for her. I mean, I'm not a huge Bay fan, and this is the first album that I think she's put out in a long time that I've actually been like, I like this, I will listen to it more than once. And like I enjoy it, but then Sudan Archives comes in, and it's like, wow, this is real. I like it. It's it gives me similar Beyonce vibes, but like, I felt more real. So like how Ryan, how you're saying like the one who's gonna win is the more real one. Sudan Archives felt more real to me than Beyonce, which is crazy. No, but like for me, go ahead, Mac. Uh, for me, I just don't know if I'm having a hard time separating why I'm so passionate about Sudan Archives because of the newness. And I didn't know. Yes. Like, I'm so surprised yeah. by how much I loved this album. And I think I'm boosting it up more based off of that than just comparing the two albums. That's every kind of TV drama and TV comedy mm-hmm. shit. Like, that's some. Yeah. When, we, like, when it's season one of something, we will move it on just because it's like fresh right. and exciting, you know? Mm-hmm. One of the and ways it's I 25 judge years I'll... into a career, it's like. 
well, even when you're great, I, I kind of know your moves, even if this feels different than a lot of her moves do generally. What I had to remind myself is like, it's the same thing. Like Adele's album didn't make it last year, yeah. the bracket, because it just wasn't the Adele we hold the standard to, even though she's had a similar length of a career. Beyonce still deserves the number one. So like yeah. I've had mm-hmm. to keep reminding myself that it's That like, Adele album was like more of the same, but less. This mm-hmm. is more of, of something new. new that she hasn't quite done. And she and excels. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I don't think we, we should be careful that we don't undersell um, Renaissance too much. It's on ter- in terms of, like, the workout albums, it is among the yeah. top three, probably. <laughs> um, the, it has the opposite problem to a lot of albums we do for this, which is it's actually hard not to work out while listening to this. <laughs> I, I, I put this on earlier, and without even thinking of it, I suddenly just stood up, pushed in my chair, and started dancing. And I was like, no, wait, I'm doing work right now. <laughs> well, I have shit to do. If we're being honest, all like, it, everything makes the six of us work out we're just exercise fiends like we just okay. about it. but the the thing is too is that you don't have to be a good album or like you don't have to be a good exercise album to be a good album but if we're getting right. down to it if you are a good exercise album i will listen to you more yeah and therefore mm-hmm. i will get to know you better and therefore you will raise up on my list right mm-hmm. there it is kind of ironic though because renaissance is such a good workout album that like i relegated it to working out and that mm. meant that i listened to it slightly less than i felt like i should have to prepare for this because first of all it was like number one seed with a bullet mm. and second of all it like filled that that category for me workout mm. album um but yeah it's a i think it's the best workout album we've maybe ever had you will work out like twice as hard listening to this <laughs> other than workout album with podcast w- with different colors right like the, it is worth repeat listening not yes. just because it has bops and wants to make you run but you're like this isn't wait this isn't just fun oh it's wait this super isn't layered like, yes it's, yeah that's the so word much i forgot thank you yeah <laughs> i don't want us to forget about though the 2006 winner of album of the year was jock jams three and that <laughs> that's yeah, a fucking nothing well, beats jock yeah. jams three those are some Be- of the best jock jams ryan <laughs> Before we get to voting, let's hear some student archives. Uh, I'm going to throw on OMG Brit. Yeah. Why? Uh, I think it shows this this album is super fun. She deals with big issues, but uh, there's a tongue in her cheek. And OMG Brit, so student archives is her artist's name. Her real name is Brittany. And in this album, she said, I'm being a character of Brittany who's talking about her hometown Cincinnati and her adopted hometown Los Angeles, which feels like a weird way to distance yourself after making an incredibly personal album. Yeah, well, there's she talks a lot about sex in this, and so I'm sure yeah. on some level she wanted to be like, well, it's a character. But based on what you were saying, Mike, Britney is also a character. Aren't we all? They're all characters. They're all personas. It's Britney, yeah. bitch. I'm surprised that she doesn't say this. The, the way she, like, not just samples, right, and, and harkens back, but the, uh, get the I forget what song on her album it is, but the, I'm going back to Cincinnati. Yeah. I was like, that is ballsy move mm-hmm. to claim that hook. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so casually, so confidently. And for it just to be, like, a rewatch song of the HBO show John from Cincinnati, like, mm-hmm. that's shocking. Also ballsy. Yeah. <laughs> to tackle a great like John from Cincinnati. It is voting time. You don't have to vote home, but you can't vote here. Greg, you do have to vote here. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Weird, advice. Weird advice. I'm, I'm also home, so I guess that helps. Um, I loved Sudan Archives. I really did. Uh, and I'm so glad she made it, but I don't want to get cute with this. I have to say I do think that the correct choice is Beyonce Renaissance. Caitlin? Um hard 
You knew Mike was going to come to you at some point, right? I know. That's why I was looking down. I was trying not to make eye contact with him. I was like, go to someone else. That never works. I know. I know. Teachers point that shit out. Girl, I was a teacher. I looked for the shy kid not making eye contact on purpose. Why you do this? Uh, Well, I guess I'll go for Sudan Archives. I love this Beyonce album. It was like like I said, the one that I did like. But Sudan Archives really did it for me. So, Sudan. Books? I... I do wish we had done what Ryan said and pushed Sudan Archives to another bracket so it could move forward. Um, but Beyonce gets my vote. Cassie. Yeah, it's for sure the closest one sixteen match we've ever had. Like this is the one where it's not like an instant. Like we were, had to legitimately be like, all right, guys, let's think about this. But I, uh, it's Beyonce that I'm voting for. Ryan, pretend your vote matters. Where would you have gone? I uh, the fact that. A song uh, or an album with Topless, the song Topless, yes. is not moving on, is crazy to me. Yeah, and uh, going back to the personal stuff, like, it wasn't, uh, I feel like I know this artist far more than I did before, who, who she actually is, but it wasn't like, I think about suicide and, and mm. why am I so in love with drugs? Like we typically get, it's like, she's such a, like a fucking cynical smart ass. Like she's such a eye rolling, funny person. You have a crush on student I think I might. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. That's hard to listen to the album and not come away with at least a slight crush yeah. on her. One of the songs about how she doesn't want to wear a top. Like it's tough. <laughs> but I, I like, I just love the fact that we have a number one seed that is number one because of quality, because of boppiness, because of, like usually the the albums that rise to the top are like kind of yawners and like yeah this is the triforce dude beyonce's everything and uh, like the fact that lemonade came out seven years ago or something crazy like uh, it does not feel like that long i'm so glad she's back so i have to um i have to pick beyonce even though it doesn't matter. Sudan Archives, thank you so much for gifting us with natural brown prom queen everybody should go listen to it if they haven't but beyonce moves on I'm going to take a quick break, and when we come back, it is Bad Bunny versus The Smile. Hey, Hey guys, thank you so much for listening so far. And let me just tell you that everything ahead of this commercial is much better than what came before it. That's my guarantee. While I have you here, let me tell you about a website. It's called yourpopfilter.com, and it's everything you need that's related to Pop Filter. Everything Mike, everything Ryan, everything Greg, everything Cassie, everything is there at yourpopfilter.com. While you're there, go to yourpopfilter.com slash Amazon. Make that your new Amazon bookmark and do your shopping from there. That way we get a little piece of the action and Amazon doesn't. Make sure you're also listening to everything that Pop Filter has to offer, which includes the Superhero Show Show, a podcast that covers every single TV show that's based on a comic book or comic book property, and Movie of the Year where we sit down and try and figure out what is the single greatest movie of any given year. That's Superhero Show Show. That's Movie of the Year. And that's YourPopFilter.com. Rate, subscribe, review. Bye! Our eighth seed is Un Verano Senti, or Summer Without You. It was Bad Bunny's second number one album and the second all-Spanish language to top the Billboard 200 ever. It blends reggaeton, cumbia, and indie pop and is divided into a side A of high-energy party songs and a more thoughtful side B that explores gentrification, domestic violence, and more. It goes up against our ninth seed, The Smile's debut album, A Light for Attracting Attention. A side project of Radiohead's Tom York and Johnny Greenwood, joined by drummer Tom Skinner, 
the trio's debut art rock math rock post-punk jazz whatever you want to call it <laughs> rock political takedown is looser than uh the main band normally is greg i ask you this which album seems to define the vibe of 2022 more? Bad Bunny's Diaspora Pop or relaxed Radiohead's tongue-in-cheek take on apocalyptic paranoia and Holy slimy shit. politicians? I did not know that this band was formed with Radiohead. And the, ento- the entire time I was listening to it, I was like, man, when these guys find out there already is a Radiohead, they're going to be so pissed. <laughs> I- this is so weird when you make a side project and then your side project sounds exactly like your main project. Like, this is just Radiohead. <laughs> what? Based on what I've read, what I this is it. Like, they don't like each other as a group. So all mm. we're gonna get is two, like different combinations of people from Radiohead okay. doing things. This, this it's is Radiohead, but kind of Radiohead. What I think versus this Bad Bunny album is probably my number two album from this list. This is so fun, so interesting, so poppy and energetic. Even the even the slower parts are more energetic than. Anything that happens on the smile, and so on the oh yeah, this scale. is probably the number it's, two. It's beating the smile, or, you know. Uh, there's one coming up that's also a great workout album. But um, yeah, this, to me, this Bad Bunny album Big defines feet. 2022 <laughs> more than just about any other album. Every track feels like a, a tour through like a, a borough of New York or a Puerto Rico neighborhood. Um, it's just so dynamic and changes from from within the tracks, like from verse to verse. Uh, and I never got bored once. I when listening to the smile, I appreciated the artistry, but I often found myself a little bored. <laughs> I feel like the A word, the A word is such a fucking death knell in these conversations. Artistry, no appreciation. <laughs> yeah, when you're sitting there going oh, like, appreciation, hmm, yes, uh, ah. Excellent. <laughs> I see it. Versus when you're like actually like <laughs> nodding your head let's, and you know. Let's throw on some a uh, bad bunny. Let's put on some uh, yeah. Tito Mi Pregunto because it's a song that is uh, been stuck in my head for the last eight months. And to me, this is the the song of the album or the other ones. Anybody would I mean, there's a couple them. others, but this is. I believe this. I'm a sucker for like the low key percussion and just him. <laughs> Ryan, sorry. I believe this song also made yep. the 2022 mixtape. So if yeah. mm-hmm. you are at home doing an Oscar draft style, trying to figure <laughs> out what wins this bracket, mixtape might give you some clues. <laughs> Después de la Playa playa. (laughs) is also a very fun one. It kind of switches its its tone throughout it, and it just – I sat in the car and just was, like, bopping to it every single time it came on. Mike, do you want total control of what gets played? Can we play all of them? How about that? Play it all. No, you can throw on Caitlin's (laughs) this time. But you should. But I do – Ryan, you should nervously look at me anytime someone says (laughs) – Oh, I don't know. (laughs) I didn't even ask. You should go like 15 seconds in. You don't have to. <laughs> if you want, Kayla, if you suffering from that anxiety. If at any point, some dude's just going like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, we should be. Uh, <laughs> but even that is fun. It's yeah. a bad bunny effect. But like, also he can mumble, like, and I'll be like, dang, this is good. That's why he reminds <laughs> me of KK Slider. <laughs> 
there's bubbles. Were you saying McKenna? But there's so many moments where he's like biting back a laugh as he goes to sing the next line. It's so enjoyable. You yeah. feel like you're having a you know a conversation with him as he tells you his story through his Plus, song. It's look, we're all a- we're all aging rapidly, and like you have to glom on to the times where you feel like you're cool and in the know. Like that's that's a lot of what I felt in this album. For the other one. Anybody like born around me or when I was born, 80s, is like Radiohead in the same at Hope Hospital? (laughs) (laughs) Did anybody else like to make the fucking same joke? Babies. What the Hulk? We we made it very fast. So Three of their top five albums of all time are Radiohead, and I've just never felt like that. And I did know that The Smile was the two Radiohead members that I could name. Uh, but I, uh, I just felt like I, I never, I can't attach myself yeah. to this music, you know. Like it's, it's just so much appreciation. Whereas let's, Bad Bunny grabs you and forces you. Let's uh, appreciate. <laughs> uh, you will never work in television again. And this is, uh, yeah, it's hard to do like singles. I love the smoke, but that one starts very soft for a long, long time. And you're appreciating that the noise they make, <laughs> the noise, uh, the noise, the noise. I love appreciating the noise. This was one of those albums we talked about this briefly, but like when I was not listening to this album, I could not recall anything about it. Then the second I put right. it on, I was like, oh and yeah, look, I remember this one. And that's clearly an issue with listening to every album that comes out in a, yeah. in a year, right? Like that's gonna yeah. happen. But still, it just goes in one ear and out the other. I uh, also at first did not know this was Tom York, and I was like, some young kids Dude. fucking loved Radiohead. <laughs> but what, why I don't think, because you're like, this just sounds like more Radiohead, this to me sounds so much like looser and like they're having fun again, maybe because they booted out the guys <laughs> they don't like. Yeah. But like w- when it comes to Radiohead, it feels like, specifically Tom and Johnny are like, it's going to be fucking perfect, and every bleep blorp and every whale is exactly where we want it. And this one, they're like, let's get that jazz drummer we're buddies with. And just kind of make songs, right? And like, it feels like energy they I haven't hear had that. since. I, the I hear what you're saying with that. And he it, appreciates it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying it's a bad album. I'm saying that like, I couldn't. <laughs> it's almost like I I wanted to like it and never quite got there. And I didn't feel there's a couple albums like that on the 16 of the 16 we're talking about, but there's probably 14 that I did not have to ask myself if I liked. I just immediately responded to. But this was mm. definitely one of the ones where I was like. Okay, I'm going to give it another listen, and this time I'm really going to try to come away with an opinion one way or the other, and it was just hard to do. Go back to what you were saying, Mike. Like, I feel like maybe a lot of the pressure's off to rewrite music as we know it because we're yes. not Radiohead. But I don't like... And so like they can play with genre, and they can do... like That song that you had me play was like a great example of like, let's just fucking rock, guys. Let's just, like, let's yeah. just bounce around. But I, I don't... The fact remains that there's Tom York and Johnny Greenwood. They are still them, you know? Like, the the <laughs> pressure, that pressure doesn't stop following So, them you. getting loose is unbuttoning the very top button, but not loosening their tie and I can't, in a suit shirt. I can't shake asking myself, is this what you guys wanted to do? Is this what you think you should have done? Is this what, like, you're trying to get people to think mm. that you should be doing? All the stuff that I don't want to be thinking about when I'm listening to music. It is, I'm going to call it, it's voting time. And uh, I bet I could just say everybody. Everybody say, say what they hey, want at once at the same time to cast your vote. <laughs> <laughs> Cassie, where are we going? Oi. The smile or Bad Bunny? <laughs> bad Bunny. Books. Bad Bunny. 
She said Bad Bunny. Ryan. Hey. <laughs> hey. Ryan. Uh, I will agree with Mac and Cass. Hey. Greg. <laughs> and Caitlin. Hey. C- c- clean sweep I didn't expect that, for though. Bad Bunny. I didn't expect that. I met this group of people, so I kind of <laughs> didn't expect that. Versus this specific. Uh, I think Bad Bunny, eighth hey, seed, I, I think it's going to go very, very far. <laughs> we are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, Big Thief has to fight the combined might of Danger Mouse and Black Thought. Our fourth seed, Dragon New Warm Mountain, I Believe in You, sees Big Thief continuing to do well in the pop filter brackets. The band's fifth album has a staggering 20 tracks, clocking in over 80 minutes that sprung from a total of 45 tracks recorded in four locations around the world, blending as many genres as the band could grab. Our 13th seed is Danger Mouse and Black Thought's Cheat Codes, which the duo began working on way back in 2005 and sees two now elder statesmen of hip-hop at the top of their game. The duo is joined by a slew of guests including ASAP Rocky, Run the Jewels, and other bracket contender Conway the Machine, plus the late MF Doom's posthumous verse on the song Belize. Tasty Ryan, which project feels more indulgent or just for diehard fans of the respective groups? Oh, wow, Mike. I, I think that's kind of easy. I'm not saying what I would vote for, but I think that Danger Mouse is such... This Cheat Codes album is such a great introduction to so many artists for everyone to listen to. And I think that Big Thief was riding a wave of critical, if not commercial, success and then just kept on getting bigger. And so I think that... I, I think that I, being super smart could make like mm, a really cool. good 12 track album from the big thief album um and i love i like i've heard this album so many times i love it but it is so much for so long it's and it's like flabby. not many of the songs sound that different from one another so why do we need 20 of them i i think 12 would be the ideal number for for this album and maybe have albums. to come in f- for any album, 45 really. minutes maybe 50 minutes total I will, you should not have eight superfluous tracks on your album. I will see your Every Song Sounds the Same and raise you a Spud Infinity. Ryan, can we hear a little bit of Spud Infinity, the song that stands out for good or ill on this track? You get the mouth harp. alternative. Enjoy your alternative. <laughs> What's it gonna take? Oh, that alternative twang take? in her voice. Did you want us to hear this so we can be like, oh yeah, I like this? Or did you want us to hear this to be like, let's give another one of cheat codes? <laughs> if you want I an knew... alternative to not listening to country. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this song would be uh, divisive, but I think Spud Infinity and Blurred View are often in my head. And is it her saying, what's it going to take? Or is it, wow, 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 it switches. I, I legit love that song. Okay. Yeah. I, I, do too. <laughs> I do too, for reals. And it is because it does stand out. I want to play this one real quick, Mike, if I may. Um, because this is such a, this is like the hit. I think if there was a single, and this is close to pop structures. It's called Certainty. Saying I love you Need a light here 
just get to the chorus real quick. Don't bore us. <laughs> get to the chorus. I think. See, I liked both of the songs you just played, uh, and there's a couple more that I liked. It's just, it, you do. I I feel like I get a little worn down by her voice mm-hmm. over and oh, over yeah. and over again. The first few songs, oh, yeah. it's distinctive, it's interesting, but it just it doesn't change. Like song to song, to me, it doesn't seem to change that much, and it just wore on me. Well, and I think because the sound is so similar, you lose different, like the songs are different in their messages, but I lost those because the songs just tend, like tended to blur. So I was no longer focusing on whatever she was saying. Um, I listened to this album a lot while I was cooking and it just kind of put me in like a visual place and I didn't really, I don't know if I, I singled out a single song of like meaning or learn more about like it was all background sound for you yeah it just became ambiance to a supposed homesteader life (laughs) that i could be living if i wanted to trad wife vibes from this (laughs) so there i am churning butter seriously is an album to make bread to (laughs) (laughs) but i i will say like so to to be a defender of uh the big thief i started out pretty anti-big thief years ago and then the last album won me over and this one even more i Love this album. I agree it's flabby. It's too long. But just because this group loves dancing, and this is specifically not a dancing album, does not mean it is a bad album. But that's not... Yeah, but that's not what anybody said. <laughs> I don't, Yeah, I liked it, and I would continue to cook to it, but it's not going to distract like me from... You're like arguing with straw man, but... Chopping. Well, straw man yeah, built out of the vegetables. Uh, and that's not... Like, if you look at what his one album of the year in the past, like, that's not the case. Like, uh, to be a... Uh, this is a band, not a solo artist, but like to be a female singer songwriter is the way to take this down, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And I just don't know if this is the time. Like I, I'm much closer to Mike than everybody else, and I do. I'll speak for Mike in saying that uh, the four of you are um, lesser than. But uh, <laughs> we just like cooking to this song. That's all. <laughs> well, I, but I didn't cook to it. I just played with my. Um, First Cow Lego playset. I just rebuilt scenes from First Cow. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, hang on. My opinion's changing. I didn't know this was a First Cow situation. But let's move on to the winner of not just this battle, but possibly the bracket. Danger Mouse and Black Thought. Greg, what did this do for you? I, it almost made me wish I were smarter and better at listening to music, but like, like I don't pay Mike. enough attention yeah, I just don't pay enough attention to the lyrics to fully appreciate them. Um, but uh, I really liked this album, and I thought it was interesting. It was interesting to hear uh, Doom, and now I understand why because it's from two thousand. It's from, it's so old, um, but very cool. Definitely like one of the um, one of the more like interesting rap albums that we have had. I think in a while, and I certainly liked it. Well, we'll get to this, but I certainly liked it more than the other rap albums we had uh, this year. I just felt like um, it was a lot more layered and interesting than some of the other rap albums we've had. This album was like, let's gather everyone who's legit like masters at their craft. Like this, you just sit back and you're like, damn, these people are good. Like everyone is like so talented. It's just like, you're just kind of like, 
amazed listening to each track. And then when you just see the list of everybody you got, I was like, hell yeah, this is fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, every year we have uh, an album, at least on the bracket, that serves as like sort of like a, a beer flight or a whiskey flight where you, mm-hmm. you taste them all and then you go get albums based on it, you mm-hmm. know? And there's so many of my favorites on here, but so many that I'm less familiar with that I, you know, will now go listen to. I, I, I mean, I won't, but like, it's a yeah. thing you say on a show. It, it, you want to mean it. Yeah. But what, what I like about it is it still feels of a piece. So often features are like, who's hot yeah. at the time? Yeah. And this is not that because at this point, uh, Black Thought and Danger Mouse do not give a fuck who's hot at the time. They're yeah. just like, who is so good that could or might die hold soon. up maybe to Black Thought or uh, sounds like of a piece. This still feels, even when guests come in, it still feels like one group. Instead of doing the thing of like, I wrote this on the way to the studio. Let me lay mm-hmm. it down and now I'm leaving and I don't care. <laughs> they told me I get a couple bars. I'll <laughs> yeah. throw out this junk. Yeah. I love the thing where the guy where the person guesting comes on and just does something that's like completely antithetical to the, <laughs> yes. of the rest of the song. <laughs> we got to hear something. Yeah, what do you want to hear? Yeah, let's hear... Let's hear the Doom. Let's hear the one that has Doom Yeah, Belize. Oh, Belize, that. (laughs) For the listeners who can't view, which takes like $1,000 a month, I have Doom (laughs) on my shirt. No lymph nodes are swollen They told me even when the record skip Keep it rolling on his shoulder Like a California highway patrolman Launch codes were stolen and sold by Ed Snowden I fled to Rome and told him to dress me as a Roman I'm still in photos posing with my own omen A thumping kicker for me to slam like hope Hoping it's something like a plain bumper sticker No slogan This something for the shooters and back and forth I mean, computers but there's parts of this album where, like, I'm like, later on, this could be put on the same shelf as, like, Tribe albums. Mm-hmm. And also, oh, yeah. also, it's important to note that this is 37 minutes long, this uh, entire so album. Up against perfect. Big Thief, that's rough. <laughs> <laughs> 37 versus 80, and it is a uh, uh, string tight, not an ounce of fucking fat 37. Also, that feeling of an album being over, and you're like, mm. oh, yes. like, that is so yes. much better than an album being over, and you're like, Jesus Christ, thank goodness. <laughs> it's two days later. <laughs> also, the final song of the Big Thief album, uh, it's about how they made it 80 minutes because they're 80 for Brady. <laughs> well, that's that's clearly a cut credit song for the upcoming movie we can't wait to see. <laughs> McKenna, did you, it looked like you were going to say something. I have lost. Oh, no, I do. I do remember. Um, I regret the way I approached listening to Danger Mouse because I was so excited to see that Run the Jewels was one of their songs that I just skipped straight to that song and I didn't listen to it as a cohesive album and that is my goal now after is to just because it, it, I didn't realize I think in my mind I just assumed it wasn't going to be as cohesive as it was because it had so mm-hmm. many guests and there were so many contributors so it's just like oh it doesn't matter if I listen to this one in order and it I feel like it does and I regret not doing that because now, now I'm gonna have to do it all over again, but I don't get that newness of the song because I know it's coming. So. I mean, like, it's been referenced multiple times, but the whole thing of like, call all your friends to do features and not give a shit what they do is so prevalent. And it's just like, this album is so p- perfectly produced from, yeah, I don't, I don't know anything about music production, but I know like, as a cohesive unit like this was focused Mm -hmm. on this was purposeful Mm -hmm. yeah there's a reason it took 
from 05 to now, I can't do the math. 19 years? 18 years. 17 years? Because they'd be like, well, we have like six months. That's not enough time to deal with it. So they would sort of work and then stop. And then in 2018, they're like, hell, all that like bullshit we sort of done, let's actually do that. And then Doom died. Like, is this the, and you know how? Is this the mad god of rap albums of the year? (laughs) What? Is this the mad god of rap albums of the year? This is the mad god of rap albums of the year, Ryan. I think everybody's saying it. I feel like in a lot of albums, um, regardless of like the genre, there's like some songs or moments in the album that are a little bit like, well, this is a whole thing, so we can have a bad part right here. <laughs> there's like nothing wasted or extraneous mm-hmm. in this album, and that's really like for someone li- having to listen to 16 albums <laughs> to like have opinions about them, just delivering like all killer no filler is something that not laudable, even some 41 can do. Like there's a lot of trash <laughs> Honestly, tracks yeah. on that album. <laughs> they kind of, they talked a big game, but I don't, I don't think they quite got there. All right. It is voting time. And I do not know which way this is yeah. going to go. <laughs> go oh, mystery. Mac, what are you going with? As much as I did love the home center vibes, I got it's danger mouse. Ryan. Yeah. It, it, look, man, this is a big thief. Uh, incredible album. Incredible accomplishment. Um, appreciated it a lot. Appreciated it. <laughs> I, 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 I gave it so many appreciation points, but um, I before the bracket was finalized, if Danger Mouse, because like it's a lower seed, if Danger Mouse was not mm-hmm. on here, I was gonna use my card to put it on here. Like this is an album, one of the many albums of the year. Yeah, we don't know if it's the one yet. Right. I mean, it probably will be. Caitlin. Ditto. <laughs> Greg. I think I, I came a little hard for, for Big Thief. It, it was not a bad album, and there's a few tracks that definitely are worth listening to. Um, but this is like almost the slam dunk of slam dunks on this on this bracket. Danger Mouse with a bullet. And Cassie. Danger Mouse. Danger Mouse moves on. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're staying in the land of hip-hop with Kendrick Lamar versus more up-and-comer Conway the Machine. Hola, Felterinos. I just wanted to interrupt real briefly and say thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. If you want to support us a little more directly, you can go to patreon.com slash yourpopfilter. There, depending on what tier you pick, $1 a month, $5 a month. If you're crazy, anything more than $5 a month, don't do that. You can get extra content. There's extra shows, extra series, uh, behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh, you can pay for ryan to draw you a picture Uh, i can write you a poem you can get the shirts off our very own backs all of that and so much more over at patreon.com slash your pop filter while you're on the internet you should check out shady monk he does all the tunes you've been listening to he's on bandcamp he's on spotify uh soundcloud wherever kids get their music these days that i'm too old to know shady monk lives there uh you can probably follow him on twitter and instagram as well that's shady monk wherever you get music Check him out. Fifth Seed, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers is a concept double album surrounding Kendrick Lamar's time with therapy, exploring childhood and generational trauma, infidelity, and celebrity. The album comes after a five-year gap since Damn is considered Kendrick's most confessional work yet. My pick, Conway the Machine's God Don't Make Mistakes, is the album unfortunately seated to go up against Kendrick Lamar, who won pop culture thing of the year a few years ago. (laughs) God Don't Make Mistakes is also a personal, reflective piece of hip-hop, digging into Conway's past, addiction, getting shot, dealing with Bell's palsy, and so much more. Cassie, which MC has the vision to look to the past while leading us into the future? <laughs> Oof. Well, um, I mean, both do. Kendrick is 
has the awards and everything to back it to prove it he's had the time and everything but I mean both absolutely do both have done it and I don't think it's as easy of a slam dunk as you would think when you see somebody go up against Kendrick for sure I love that I love this positivity (laughs) (laughs) I mean this was the Kendrick album that everybody like I mean he announced an album everybody was obviously hyped for it and I don't know it was the one that like once it came out everybody was like okay it's out and like that was it (laughs) like nobody was like dude this is life-changing it wasn't mad city it wasn't to pimp a butterfly like it just it's It's an album that came out and it is kendrick it's strong it's good but it's not like damn this is life-changing it's his most it's his most confessional album right what's he confessing to i think that he's a mess I think it's very purposefully pushing away from because I with the first listen, first few listens, first six months of the year, I was like, mm, I don't want to. They just scream at each other. Hey guys, skip that song. It's fine. <laughs> uh, the rest of it, it is. I, I really think he does not want to be rap's messiah. And the line I've been going through something to start off the whole album is just like, "Fuck you, I'm a human. Fuck you, I'm a human. You think I've been confessional before? I will keep digging." I think it's super messy. It's super personal. I think at this point, I've come way around on it. I love this album. It is not perfect at all, uh, like his past stuff has been. And it just keeps, it's him. Oh, you guys thought you wanted to get to know me? Fuck you. No, you don't. Plus, so many artists come out with songs where, like, their first single is, like, I've been doing this for years. I have billions of dollars. And, like, (laughs) we know that's not true, bro. Like, we, (laughs) that's, like, certifiable. We can look that up. Uh, This is like that. This is, like, um... I'm looking back at my career, but instead of talking about cars and bags, it's like almost a post-mortem on the first four albums mm-hmm. uh, and all the mistakes that he has made and all the stuff that keeps him up at night. In a lot of ways, it reminds me of, do you guys remember Donald Glover's um, uh, napkin writing napkin? night? Oh, yeah. Do you guys remember that napkin night? Weird. <laughs> yeah. Napkin night was crazy. And all of that stuff turned into one way or another, whether it was because he sobered up or because he had good producers and handlers, great art, right? This feels like a more bare version, more B-A-R-E, like more bare version of (laughs) what Atlanta became for Donald Glover of like, no, I'm going to actually say some of this stuff that like keeps me up at night. And what is that? Some of it's uncomfortable. Uh, I just, feel like I feel like we all come away with the feeling like he has bared his soul, but without knowing exactly what he has bared or what he has like the words that he has he's used, us. the fans that he's created, the fame that he's gotten that he wasn't ready for. Uh, just the uh, what how each album represented his time, that time in his life is it's all coming together here, you know. So like I because he to me it sounds like what he is very specifically confessing to is that he's a sex addict and that he went to therapy to save his marriage from his addiction to having sex with with cheating on his wife and having sex with strange women. And I just feel like that kind of ultimately when that is what he's revealed to be the confession, it kind of falls flat. It, see, it doesn't to me what it, where it would fall flat is if he said, I cheated on my wife, I've made sins, but I have done, I've made this album. Therefore we're good. Right? Like this is my, uh, what do you call it? The, penance? Yeah, this is making this album was my penance, and therefore I'm clean. I don't. I mean, his wife literally comes on and it's like, "You did it. You you confessed. You said it." Like she kind of exonerates him at the end of it. 
She's like, you did it, but, babe. Like you, you. But I, I haven't. I yeah, haven't. I don't think he did. Right. And I think he's the butt of the joke. Like the the screaming song that is hard to listen to, even though oh, what's her name Taylor. Uh, the other, I think she outflows him on that song when they are rapping, and not just it's a horrific chorus. Uh, but he, he's like, this is the sound of the world. Uh, and I think that's it's him wrestling with like we want to make art, we want to pull ourselves out. But I, at my worst, I still think this is all marriage is, and this is what love is. I think he's fighting his baser instincts. I don't think the one confession is that he cheated on his wife a lot because he got famous. I think it's that he got famous and doesn't feel like he deserves it. He doesn't feel like he should be held up on the pedestal that he is. But he is now. He doesn't know how to be a dad. He's had two kids since his last album came out. I think he's wrestling with that, like of representing where he came up from and not being the person who should represent where he came up from. And what does that even mean? McKenna, sorry. No, I I cut you off. Uh, You even admitted like it took you six months to get to that list. And I think that hurts this album for as great as it is because I never reached that point. And I don't know if I want to commit that much listening to like appreciate the greatness that you're doing. But there are certain artists and this is like, this is definitely the case with movies. But there are certain artists where, like, I didn't get that, but I will because you have earned that trust with me. And I don't know of a single artist that's making new music um, that has that with me of, like, I will I will deep dive and I will figure it out. I will try to crack this open, at least what it means to me, if not what it meant to you, if that matters. I think that's a fair take. I don't think I had that patience with this approach, with this particular album. But I do appreciate your interpretation. It's and rough your appreciation. Stu- <laughs> it's rough stuff, dude. Like to pimp a butterfly was rough stuff. It used to be considered rough stuff, and now it's mm-hmm. fucking it's dookie. Like it's it's so <laughs> easy to throw on and listen to compared to Mr. Morale. Yeah, I, right. and there's a, another move he makes, which he has like it to me. The whole album sounds like he is about to say, "I got touched as a kid, and that messed me up." And instead, he has a whole song where he's like, other rappers. Do you know how many of these rappers got sexually abused as kids? It's so many. It's so many more than you'd ever imagine. Not me. It's like the uh, it's like the Macklemore song about like, you know, I know gay people, but I'm not Same love. gay. Not me. But like, why is that? <laughs> not gay. <laughs> like, <laughs> but that, that so- right there is so fascinating to analyze the album from that aspect of he won't say it, you know? And like, I'm not... I'm not grading Kendrick as uh, how good he is at revealing who he is. I'm saying that the album does it for him and the fact that he won't say it. And he's clearly fronting. He's clearly hiding behind stuff on the album where he's talking about how he's not hiding behind stuff. It's just, it's something that I've never heard before. Yeah. To me, it sounded like, um, it sounded like some, it sounded like a celebrity who got caught doing bad things and was like uh i have exhaustion uh i'm addicted to sex uh and like it it just it did it sounded i guess it's interesting from the standpoint of like he said he's going to make a big confession and then he doesn't but ultimately i don't find it very confessional because i find it it's like a it's a layer keeping us from whatever the truth is of his life like i I, i feel like he did this to get in good with his wife to get to get back to the point where or what if the judge said all right, but your, <laughs> your penalty is you have to make a really confessional album. That sounds like a sitcom. <laughs> I guess I'm, I'm closer to where Ryan is because what it feels like is there's, one, I don't feel like any artist owes us all their truths, 
But to me, even if their whole album is like, I'm now going to tell you all the truth. I'm now I'm about to give you the truth. There's no way. There's no way. I think there's no way as an artist to show entirely who you are. And I think it's fascinating to be like, here's a thousand things I don't want to tell you guys that I will tell you before I tell you these other secrets I'm revealing. But dance around because I can't not. I it just. I also want to. Say, I did not listen to this for six months. I listened to it like three times when it first came out, uh, and then waited for six months and listened again with different eyes. I was not just like, "Oh, you're gonna get through this." <laughs> I'm the opposite. That's what of I was my, imagining. <laughs> I'm the. Uh, we have done uh, uh, movie of the years and superhero show shows weekly for all year, and I was listening to this album the entire time we were recording. So that makes sense. Why you kept going? What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's. Uh, Go, Mike. Pivot to Conway. Yeah, this was an album uh, that reminded me of like the um, Juice World albums we used to get. Not in the way that it sounds, but just in the way that like the lyrical content of these songs. Yo, somebody like hug this guy because Mm -hmm. all his songs are like, I'm going to be dead within two years. Like, hey, I'm going to either get shot or uh, die from a drug overdose or just die from the complications of drinking, honestly, is what it sounds like more likely. And by the time I was done listening to this album for the first time, I was like, dude, someone needs to go hug that guy. Like, yeah. it's it, it it's hard when somebody is struggling as much as this person's obviously struggling. Like, he's like, my life is falling apart all around me. Everyone I know is dying, some by their own hand. I don't have hope. All I have is drinking, and it is killing me. And it's like, I don't know if I can, like... It doesn't seem like a good thing for me to listen to your album, dude. You need, <laughs> like, you need serious help. You're not like, like, this is not a minor thing. You are already. He's got Bell's palsy from what? From what, like what caused car that? accident? I think. Yeah, like he's so. Yeah, he physically, got shot in a car accident years ago, and I just worry about this guy so much that I think honestly it interfered with, <laughs> with my enjoyment of the album a little bit. I mean, he'll be fine. He's a machine. <laughs> can we hear a little bit of john woo flick ryan uh this is i think another al- some of these albums don't have like singles if i were to choose one i think this might be it i think it's at least pretty representative and I think sonically is eerie and gray and dark, and I love it. Now I'm in the Maybach, sipping a spade mimosa. Take a big and make a quota with the baker soda. Pray that Jehovah came with the shoulder strap. Spray is over. Wait, hold up. If I say so, spray a roller, spray the fold up. Niggas gun fellas like Ray Liotta. Spray 80, the baby woke up. Shooter sniff the yay, he need to wake his nose up. I'm from the east side. I mean, with the tongue roll and the Ray Liotta reference right there. That's a fucking <laughs> boom, boom. And it's something very 90s, maybe because of the tongue and the Ray Liotta. Uh, but, like, his flow to me is very 90s hip-hop, and I am I love it. The 90s seem to be coming back, in, in at least in the flows that we mm-hmm. heard for this year. All right. It's voting time. Greg. I'm going to go with Conway the Machine. God, don't make mistakes. I've, I've had a long time to think about how I feel about this Kendrick Lamar album, and ultimately, it just it does almost nothing for me. So I'm going to go with Conway the Machine. Cassie? It's so hard because, like, I know it's at the point where it's like you probably need to spend more time in the Kendrick album, but I was with Greg, like, <gasps> I just couldn't. 
I don't know. I couldn't, like, it wasn't, it's not like I expected a bigger confession out of him. It's not, I needed him to bear his soul more. It's just like, it didn't, I don't know. I think the fact that he was like, look at how real this is, it somehow, I, I don't know how to process my feelings on it, which maybe means it's the better one. Ugh, Conway. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan? Um, Jesus, okay. I, how, I only get the one vote? You just you do get that, even thing. though he's a man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're right. Half a vote. I <laughs> uh, when we're nitpicking here, because Mike, this this album was actually not like ever at any point battling to get in the bracket. Like this was no, no, it was far from the bracket. A little bit off the radar, even though it was widely well received, it just wasn't there. So, and I'm I, I thank you for like giving this to all of us. Uh, I appreciated the album a lot, but when I think about it. Last year's winner of Best Album of the Year was uh, Tyler, the Creator. Mm-hmm. And this felt like more of that. Like, I've listened to that Tyler album, and I sort of remade it, but about Conway. Whereas Kendrick mm-hmm. was like the same sort of idea, but so much more Kendrick. You know, like trying so much more new stuff. So ultimately, the as much as I love the Conway, the Machine album, I wish that I was listening to uh, Call Me If You're Lost while I was listening to it. Gotcha. Caitlin? Conway. Holy shit. So, that is currently one vote to three votes. Do I get to pull my host? What's the, what you are the host rules? Board of directors? You you, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You have two, <laughs> get the one vote? You have two votes because you're the host, but like you can't take your two votes to a tie and then get a third vote to make Kendrick win. That's it. These motherfuckers kicked him out. What would you have voted for? These motherfuckers. For, I would have... McKendrick. McKendrick. I would have voted for Conway, but that's just because I didn't connect with the Kendrick. It's only because Conway I didn't really like on. the Kendrick album. <laughs> yeah. I only listened to part of Conway, so I, like I really shouldn't, you know, have a voice here. But um, I, I didn't get it. Maybe I need to spend more time with it. I'm, it wasn't I'm there very, for me. I'm very glad you guys all liked Conway the Machine, <laughs> even though that's not how I would have gone. Kendrick Lamar is out of the bracket. Jesus Christ! It's crazy. We're going to take a break. Ryan's going to go to therapy and then come back with some false (laughs) confessions. And then Rosalia and Pup go head to head. Our second seed, Rosalia's Moramami, deals with the Spanish singer's thoughts on the trouble of fame, homesickness, and isolation. The experimental pop slash alt reggaeton record that helps bring weird dance music to the mainstream while blending references to hentai porn, Legos, and the Trojan horse. It goes up against Ryan's pick, the Canadian pop punk band Pups, the unraveling of Pup the band. Pup. <laughs> Their fourth, it's hard to, you can't just say Pup. You have to Pup, Pup. <laughs> Their fourth album is a polish, hook-filled, and ambitious, a concept album about how making music and getting older suck, but at least it's better than anything else. <laughs> Caitlin, I ask you this. Saturday night, three Red Bull and vodkas in. What are you throwing on to shimmy to around the kitchen? Oh, my God. Um, that's hard because these are both, like, bops. I was pleasantly surprised with pup okay <laughs> just because i picked it you don't have to be pleasantly surprised I, Dude, pup rules yeah i'd never heard a pup before and ryan thank you for putting this on and that's the only compliment you'll get tonight um <laughs> but uh and then rosalina it was just it was just a good time it was weird and fun <laughs> and dancey and that's what i always like chicken but- teriyaki <laughs> that hentai song is like so beautiful and then it gets to the end and she says hentai like a hundred times 
She'll get you like that. Let's put on some uh, Rosalia. Can we put on uh, La Fama, Ryan? It's Rosalia and The Weeknd is the guest of that one. And I guess if you were cool, you knew about her before this album. Lo que pasó, a ti te lo cuento. No creas que no dolió. O que me lo invento. Así es que se dio. She, uh, I guess she, she's like a traditional flamenco artist. Like she studied that growing up, and man, you can hear it. Like mm-hmm. there's hints of that, but she blends it all. But it's, I mean, it's just so goddamn groovy throughout all of it. Sorry to be a sixty year old man. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's certified groovy. Also, her voice is just so beautiful, and yeah. the way she can casually just make like the most beautiful song is like it's I, a great album to listen to you get surprised by like every song a lot of different like, well, sounds part of it, yeah mm-hmm. part of it is like every once in a while she'll sound like that indie pop mm-hmm. voice of like mixing up vowels and like uh, wispy <laughs> you know like mm-hmm. she'll sound a little wispy and like oh okay like uh, good for your producers who are trying to cover yeah. this up and she will always belt out of it she will always mm-hmm. be like yeah. no i will back your dials you know your dials that say like turn this to make the song good, I will back them down and I will be the star of whatever song we're singing. She yeah, was be indie voice as a tool. She was definitely the second major discovery brought to me mm-hmm. by just this bracket. Like I could not believe mm-hmm. I had never heard of her, especially since now that I have heard of her, I notice her everywhere. Like she's yeah. not uh-huh. some like small star. Her um, 2018 album is the, uh, the best of the year. And this one is one of the strongest albums of this year for sure. I loved every single track on this. It works out like crazy. Um, a lot, a lot of different sounds. At first, I thought Bad Bunny and and her would maybe get a, they would have a hard time because they're Spanish language albums. In the end of it, I think honestly that might give them an unfair advantage. There's not a stupid lyric on this album, as far as I know. I think it's one of those cool, albums so. that makes me think I can dance, and then every time I catch myself a reflection, I realize no, I cannot. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> like, oh, don't dance around me. Dangerous mirrors. song where you That's get why so no caught up, or dangerous album you get so caught up in how dancey it is that you you lose that. This pup, this pup album sounds like um, someone made an AI just based Jet on what GBT, Ryan likes. Ryan's playlist. And that, this is what it produced. <laughs> All right, let let's go to some AI, Ryan. Ryan, uh, it was your album. I know what song I would play, but I'll allow you to pick whatever pup song. Ooh, you magnanimous. Want. Ooh. Oh, Mike, I w- I'm gonna pick one that maybe you didn't think about, um, but. I also have to talk about it while uh, typing things in, so I can talk about it for you. Too late. That song that you're picking. Program. I don't eat, I don't sleep, I don't do anything. 
So let me explain to uh, the listeners what Greg was saying. Um, <laughs> one, uh, about how the world is ending soon and our lives are ending soon. And sweet. Like, who cares? Like, that's totally fine. Uh, <laughs> two, um, slightly too loud guitars. Slightly, not screaming, but just not pleasant singing. But like strained voice. Yeah, like... just like slightly not pleasant singing. And also, if you listen to the whole album, it's essentially a rock opera. You know, there's like it, there's a story, and there's so many ready for Broadway trashy hits. What the fuck else was I supposed to pick, guys? Like, <laughs> yeah, there's little interstitials of piano of their board meetings. Gorgeous, so gorgeous. <laughs> and it, so th- this band is also like. In a different way, in a more tongue-in-cheek, fun way than what you were saying about Conway, Greg. But this band, the singer, if I were his bandmates, I would have been worried for the last seven years. Because <laughs> in their first album, their first single is, If This Tour Doesn't Kill You, Then I Will. <laughs> uh, their follow-up is Morbid Stuff and How Awful It Is to Tour. And then yeah. this one is called The Unraveling of a Band Called Pup. And he's saying how, how he hates democracy when you're in a band. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what saves them, though, Mike? Is that they're like, wait, those are the names of your songs? <laughs> Jesus Christ, are you all right? Wait, what's your band name? Pup! Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're good. You're cool then. A band name, Pup. <laughs> can, we, I... can we do a little bit, Mike, of the uh, intro? Yes. You're never going to have to twist my arm to hear more Pup. Meetings, the board of and I would say this happens four times in the album. <laughs> yeah. Go to the Greek chorus. It's not a long album. He's singing in his <laughs> podcast host. <laughs> Act one. Answer our crime. Listen to Ira Glass and I loved it. And then something unexpected happened. (laughs) The band continued on. We, uh, during the preview show, there was, I think it was with Cassie, but I'm not sure. Cassie put something into the preview show. Like she pulled her card and she put something in and then we told her, Wait, Cassie, look who that's going. Like, I think it was going against Top Gun. Maverick. Yeah. And we we're like, why would you do that? And she was like, fuck. <laughs> I sort of did that here. Like, this album rules. I'm glad yeah. you guys listened to it. This album is so fucked. Yeah. I will say, uh, if you get a chance to see them live, one of the best live acts I've seen in the last 15 years. They have so much energy for being our age our age i was gonna say the ultimate (laughs) insult our age (laughs) our age and they act like their knees don't hurt (laughs) (laughs) all right it's voting time greg i really liked the pup album but that's where your vote is continue motomami 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 caitlin oh sorry uh rosalind yeah you don't have to apologize for me saying your name. I thought you said it multiple times and I just missed it. I zoned out. No, Sorry. Just... <laughs> <laughs> okay. <Yeah. Bucks. laughs> Ryan. Uh, Rosalie is an experience. It's like a fucking. Uh, you know how like people talk about Pink Floyd, but they're so high, like they go to a different place and they listen. That's what this album is. If you're like, it's just a fucking start to finish phenomenal album and i've heard it lines up with pearl (laughs) (laughs) cassie yeah it's rosalia all right wait hold on my vote is for pup i'm getting pup here on the line they're saying rosalia so (laughs) they're they're saying that makes a lot of sense we don't want to be a band anymore (laughs) all right we're gonna take a quick break and we come back some band called always oh tries to convince us (laughs) 
They are not vampires as they go <laughs> up against Taylor Swift's Midnights. Well, that is very, very funny or very sad. And perhaps now you have something to think about or very problematic. And perhaps we have something to think about. But in any event, I'm sure you have some reaction to what you're listening to. So why not check us out on the social media? You can go to Instagram or Twitter and find us at your pop filter. Email contacts at your pop filter. Hey, everybody. Keep watching them movies. Seven Seed Olve's Blue Rev is a jangly, fuzzed out indie rock dream of an album all about us very online guys on this show. <laughs> also about memory and aging and so much more. It's going up against the surprisingly 10th-seeded T-Swift's Midnight's. Taylor's 10th album is self-described as a collection of music written in the middle of a night, a journey through terrors and sweet dreams, <laughs> and its moodiness matches that vibe of everyone who wanted to be a Machiavellian sexy baby. <laughs> Books, which album is tackling the fact that we can't stop getting older and making the same mistakes in a more pleasing way? Oh, that's tough. Um, I'm known as a diehard like Taylor Swift fan, and I yes. did love midnights i think it's great i do think there's a there's a beauty to always blue rev that a, a beauty and like the cohesiveness that midnights just doesn't have because midnights kind of feels like separate midnights through a week um mm. so i or 15 years yeah or, or or a lifetime i'm not sure um so it, it doesn't have that quite that same level of beauty kind of continuing on through each song um so i think blue rev surprisingly enough it's gonna, gonna take Cassie that. rebuttal. You want me to rebuttal and defend Taylor? <laughs> no. Yes. You went to me, <laughs> <laughs> and you're not allowed to. Don't backhand it. Mean it. Um, Taylor put her heart out there. She always does. Um, the sounds backhandy, sexy- <laughs> Mike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that does sound backhandy. She's soft selling it. I no, okay. I'll step forward not- as someone who like is not the foremost Taylor Swift fan. I listened to this album once, and I was like, all right, I'm going to take my arms, I'm going to cross them across my chest, and then I'm going to indicate my displeasure. This is not one of my favorite recording artists. And then this is the one I just found myself, I kept going back to, and I was like, man, you could just listen to this album back to back to back to back. I found it so interesting and fun, and the one thing I'll say that might be a slight against it is it's not very challenging, like, you know... it's made for you to to enjoy and to listen to and to maybe be like posting while you're listening to it. But I I have to give her credit. Like it made more of an impression on me. I liked the Always Always album, but this was one of the ones where I kept being like, "Wait, what does this band sound like again?" And then I'd put it on and I'd be like, "Oh yeah, I like this." Mm-hmm. But it's, we we can just say Always, right? Like I think so. Like right? we don't say the Vavitch. Like, we just say the. No, witch. we almost everybody I does say the. Okay, yeah, but they're wrong. They're both wrong. They're from Transylvania, Ryan. They're always. Let's just to like set some tones. Let's listen to "Question" by T Swift. I think there's probably a bunch of anti-hero is is a go-to. I I loved this album. It took me a while to crack into it. Uh, kind the first of surprised you didn't pick Masturbind. Because uh, there's certain ones people are like, you got to listen to that one. How about Vigilante shit? Oh, I want to talk about Vigilante shit boy, in a second. Big city, wrong choices. We had one thing going on. I swear that it was something because I don't remember who I was before you painted all my nights. A color I've searched for since, but one thing after another fucking situation. 
situations, circumstances, miscommunications, and I have to say, by the way, one I thing just may like some explanation. One thing she's definitely into <laughs> is... Uh, I can rhyme these words fast. I yeah. know that now throughout She's the She's got album. a very strict pattern. Yeah. That <laughs> I, <laughs> like I accidentally listened to um, a like non-explicit version, which for so many Taylor Swift albums you could be fine with, but yeah. I accidentally yeah. listened to a clean version, and uh, they just did a lot of bleeping, except they totally removed the, tra- the fourth track, Snow on the Beach, and I think <laughs> it's because Lana Del Rey's in it. They're just like, nope. She is explicit. <laughs> that right. is just too much. <laughs> I, I think what I like about this album and Taylor swearing is it no longer she sounds like forced. for the last three albums, it's her like being like, I learned a new word. I could do swears, everybody. <laughs> and this one, she's like, nah, I say fuck. fuck. Other albums, she's like, and then we were, fa- should I? <laughs> All right. Do you I'm dare me to? I'm going to say it. Um, this is one of the albums where I think that half the songs are incredible. And I am a big Taylor Swift person. Uh, and I think half the songs are forced. Um, I I think Taylor Swift gets too much shit for being so genuine um, and not enough shit when she's ingenuine. And the, the song Vigilante shit is ridiculous. Like an absolute turd of a song where she is... <laughs> She looked up Edgelord on Google and started writing down words. Like, there's a part where he's like, he's doing lines, but he's crossing mine. Like, bitch, you don't know what any of that means. <laughs> I think that is based on uh, Uncut Gems. hanging out backstage he's doing like line after line and keeps trying to get her to to cross hers i think that's just an homage right but there's other moments that i can never remember the name of the song uh midnight rain Mm -hmm. where she's uh duetting with a toned down anthony and the johnson's version of herself and that's just one of the best songs of the year oh that that I like fucking danced around the room when I was I haven't I feel like I haven't heard that voice for me it's the knife the knife always did that trick though yeah. I'm gonna sing like this now I'm like I fucking love this weird shit oh do you mean like how Lady Gaga and Jackson Maine sound together <laughs> <laughs> that was the song I saw so many people resisting and I immediately loved it and then I was like am I wrong for loving this and is it do I have bad taste and they're all, McKenna no. it's always the children that are wrong it's always the children <laughs> yeah. that are wrong. And also, like, the, the things people, like, the, the line the where everybody's a sexy babe and people are like, what does that mean? That's stupid. Fuck you. That's the that's, funniest, that's best so line good. she's ever written. <laughs> so good. When I hear somebody say that, rock. though, I'm like, I'm picking up the phone, I'm dialing nine, I'm dialing <laughs> one, and then I'm hovering my finger over the... You have to be a, a pretty young woman to say something like that and for it not to just give everybody the ick for all time. We know that there's only one sexy baby, and that is the... Uh, Boss King, baby, yeah. Of King Boss baby, baby 100%. King ba- no, guys, no. There's one sexier. <laughs> King baby, the mascot of the New Orleans Pelicans. If you have not <laughs> seen him, look him up. That's He's... the sexy baby. King Ooh, baby? That baby And you can even find the king baby energy. in the king cake. Caitlin, uh, we're not going to wait for your response. But when you find it, I want you to scream at the top of it. <laughs> she naturally will. That would be the okay, you, know who's a, you know who's a fucking sexy baby? Uh, the baby from Who Shot Roger Rabbit. Wait. We're all hovering Wait. over a oh one. Right that, that, that is a sexual baby. Married to Jessica Rabbit in okay. real life. Very different when you say sexual baby than sexy baby. It takes it to another level. Kate, Caitlin, can you describe the mascot for the New Orleans Pelicans? He's a big weeby. <laughs> Can't, can't baby. Breathe. <laughs> it's terrifying. It's like doll horror face. It's kind <laughs> of an right. angry baby. Yeah. Terrifying. Oh Let's my God. let Caitlin catch her breath uh, <laughs> to some 
Ryan, either whatever you're feeling, <laughs> Velveteen or Pomeranian Spinster by Oh Pomeranian Spinsters. All for face. Yeah, I don't know why I gave you a choice. I heard that song once. Ryan's gonna fuck him up this song. This is not wet leg. Fuck you, no, it's not wet leg. What a great DJ. Coming up next, not wet leg. We'll see you on the other side. Um, this album has a slight, tiniest bit of fluff. There's probably a couple of songs that I feel are a little bit redundant. But the energy and the power and then finding out that we have been waiting six years or so for this album. But I didn't know that. But I still mm-hmm. jumped on the bandwagon and said, like, finally, the new Always <laughs> album. Um, I, it's, yeah, I love this album. It is it is so fun. And that that vocal affect they put on the songs where it's singing through the fucking fuzz box. I'm a sucker for and I feel like it's been 20 years since I've heard it. Christ. <laughs> That's your cowbell. We have I'm all sorry. been texted a picture of the sexy baby. Oh, I have my phone on. Do not disturb during recording like a professional. I'm yes, like, like a professional. The one way in which you are like a professional. Well, yeah, I'm drunk and I'm going to slack some asses at work. <laughs> my phone's on do not disturb. Yeah, I really, I liked Elva Vase, but uh, I just, it didn't make the same impression that taylor swift did anytime it was on i was like oh yeah this is cool and then anytime it was off i just couldn't remember what Wipe it sounded the brain. like yeah can we do let's do one more song real quick but you have to tell everybody what song it is pharmacist by not wet <laughs> I just, I like, I loved uh, this year. I loved an album where, like, you feel indie and you feel smart, maybe smarter than me, and yet I'm enjoying listening to your music. Like that combination, that tidal wave, uh, was so important to me. It made me feel like the the last Soccer Mommy album, the one that came out this year. I found incredibly forgettable, but this gives me last Soccer Mommy album vibes. I have to say, a lot of the albums on that are in this sixteen, I really did feel too dumb for. Like, oh, a smart person would appreciate this in more ways than I am. I think that's how Caitlin and I feel every every album of the year. So yeah, welcome to our team. Again, here for the bops. And we got a lot this year. So it was a lot of fun, fun songs. Didn't really think about them. Just thought about the beats. Can we just have Taylor singing, I, I feel sad, so therefore I'm sad? Like, let's just have that. <laughs> sad to be sad, the Taylor Swift song. Cassie, we're starting with you. Always or Taylor. Uh, I think I'm going to go always. Something there to remind me. Now, Cassie, are you a Taylor hater? Like, No, this this for me, this round was just like kind of this is going to sound more insulting than it was like this was the bracket of background music. Like both are enjoyable and like I just won't go back to either album, but always felt more, I don't know, cohesive. Like it all blended a bit better for me. Which is going to sound insulting incredibly, yeah. but... Uh, but you said it's not meant to be, so therefore it's, it's, it's not it isn't. as meant to be. I don't mean to be insulting, but they're all stupid fucking yeah. twins. <laughs> <laughs> they never should have been born. Gregory? Uh, I feel like maybe everybody has their own Taylor Swift album. Like everybody mm. has their own personal Doctor Who that they that they love. Uh, I think this might be mine. Midnight's. I, this, I've never enjoyed a Taylor you. Swift album as much as I enjoy this one for whatever reason. So yeah. 
Midnight. And now you're going to go back and enjoy the other ones even mm-hmm. more. I'm not sure. There's too, The catalog is way too big, especially because she re-released <laughs> all, all her albums. So I think I'm just, I'll, I will know her through Midnight's and that will have to be sufficient. I have a neighbor who their their floor mat says in this house we listen to Taylor's version. Damn, and it is floor impossible mat to not, It is impossible to not fucking point and laugh at, even though in this house we also only listen to Taylor's <laughs> version, but you fucking freaks. McKenna. Uh, I agree that Alves is probably the less fluff-based or like less skip song album, but I, it, I still think Midnight's is fantastic, so it's going to get my vote. Right, guy? As much as I love that uh, Midnight Rain song and can't wait to start my own podcast where me and a drop-down me have conversations <laughs> with each other, um, there's just too much. Uh, like As a Taylor defender and all her corniness, there's just too much corn, and I love this Always album. Always. Caitlin. Damn. Okay, so this one was hard for me because I love this All Face album. Um, I'm a huge T-Swizzle fan, and this was the one T-Swizzle album that kind of like fell flat for me because I felt like it felt very similar to some of her older albums. It's my and favorite one, Caitlin. I just yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm opposite So when Brad. you insult her, you hurt him. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Maybe you don't um, get her. I don't know. Maybe like you guys don't have the history that you need. I don't know. Um, but me and T-Swizzle go way back. And <laughs> I love her. So I'm going with T-Swizzle, even though I love all ways oh. as well. Hey, Greg. And it's weird how all your words said <laughs> all ways, except your vote. Hey, Greg, Target uh, has five different colors of vinyls for Midnight's. Which one mm-hmm. are you going to buy? Oh, Is there I a pink s- one? Uh, probably. In my I old age, I, in my old age, I'm becoming a real. There's a, real a beautiful fan. blue oh, jade one legit. that's in my living room. So just saying, we could. Be she has it on vinyl. Uh, <laughs> guys, okay, I, bear with me here, like, I, or, or or like, lay it down for me. Everybody is getting a record player. Do should I do this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. Of course. When we all get mummified like know, King it's, so it's all that will be buried. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm I'm finally it feels good to be a host. Uh I think this Midnight's is a grower, not a shower. <laughs> it took a while to warm up to me. I did like it a lot, but I, I it might be how much I loved folklore nevermore. This just never did it for me. And all vase, I feel like I've been waiting for this kind of band for a long time. How long, so Mike? Like my how host long, double Mike, vote. Mike, like how long? <laughs> like six months, man. All face. You could have said always. Oh, okay. yeah, always. Said always right I instantly forgot <laughs> the name of the band. Oh, oh shit, rim? that's what Greg meant. Blue Rev, which is the name of a drink they like because they're weird from the fucking UK. Uh, so Olvays moves on. We're going to take a quick break. And when it comes back, a battle to break my heart. Rina Sawayama versus Wet Leg. <coughs> Third seed Wet Leg's Wet Leg is the British rock group's debut album, blending indie rock catchiness with goofy, skewed lyrics about college, butter muffins, anxiety, and perverts. <laughs> Tackling the indie darling is Max Pick, Rina Sawayama, Hold the Girl, a pop in a blender that feels more cohesive and mature than her debut album from a couple years back. Greg, I ask you this. Which album is the ode to modern femininity this world needs? Now, that's an interesting question because I, it's the word album that I am going to circle uh, with my red pen and then put a question mark <laughs> next to. Because Dork. Wet, leg, wet Leg, I feel like, is a very strong album. Rina Sawayama has two of the best songs of 2022 on this album. But what are they? Play it for first. What are uh, they? Fresh Hell or This Hell? This Hell. Um, and then um, what's the other one here? Let me Frankenstein. Scroll. 
Uh, hold the girl. Hold the girl. Um, Catch. Yes. And then, and then there's maybe a couple others that are okay, but I feel like that it's not this. It's a lot of the tracks on her album are on the forgettable side, except for these really phenomenal songs. And I think oh, wet several of the panelists have pulled away from the mic <laughs> to stop from screaming. <laughs> and All right, I think let's, let's do it. Hold on, Greg. Let's do this. <laughs> This is almost a perfect song. Uh, what, you know, you know, uh, reference Shania in your fucking dope song, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Chorus is coming. Let it all play. Please just play the whole, <laughs> whole time, the whole album, please. Now keep in mind, uh, Lil Nas X has killed the devil at this point, so <laughs> hell is kind of just one big party. <laughs> was it with yeah. Barry yeah. Power? <laughs> it was with Barry Power. It was totally with Barry Power. <laughs> uh, Barry's canceled. Mike, can we reveal this right now? Yes. Um. Uh, if, if and when Cassie gets married, uh, Mike and I will be performing <laughs> acoustically wow. this hell. At beautiful. Cassie's wedding. Beautiful. Yes. Now, now Mike, of course, performed like an, the devil. Of course, an acoustic song at his own wedding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it and went I, flawlessly. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get heckled at my own wedding. <laughs> <laughs> by your future wife. Or by your wife, I guess, at that point. Boom! <laughs> get off the stage. <laughs> Take your shirt off. Somebody get him a harmonica. But I, I, I have to ask, because... Cassie and Caitlin, I was offending both of you. You yes. So you disagree with the position? Like you think that top to bottom, this is like a a very strong album and not just a couple of really good songs. Yeah, this is an album. Like this has been one of our like I think it's in both of our tops of like yes. played and everything. I don't know. Like I don't know. It's not anything groundbreaking. Like her first one had like a lot of interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. This one is all fun songs. It's definitely not as like experimental. Or like yes, it's better. It's yeah, it's it's more like she like kind of honed it more, and it's just like yes. solid track after solid track for me. Like, do you remember the greatest thing you've ever said to me? What? This is Rena's green album to Sabayama's Pinkerton. Man, I'm smart as hell. I, I just wish I remembered saying that. Anytime we can compare things to Weezer albums, like I will understand you. We are yeah. not yes. communicating. You know, <laughs> the right age bracket, right demo. Yeah, we're talking. But like she, she was like, you guys did not appreciate my Sawayama. Therefore, we're just gonna fucking rip this shit up, and Shania's gonna be everywhere, and we're gonna party. I that's what On- I, I feel like she had a lot of fun, and then she talked. I mean, she went deep in this too, because it, it's all about like religious persecution and like how she's watching her friends go through all these things, and she's going through all these things because like she's gay or like. There's so many different layers to it. On top of it being such a fun album, like the fact that you only found two fun songs on this, <laughs> Greg, it I think hurts there's well. four. Uh, I, I do think she's become a much better lyricist. Uh, it, she used to be real hack, basic. Oh man, this is cringe to listen to. And I think she also her, her first album was like, and I like this genre and this genre and this genre, and it didn't gel. I do think she's like, oh, I figured out how to gel the, my influences to make a thing. 
instead of just hard shifts from left to right. I also I don't think sure. it's go books. I don't think it's a major criticism to have some fun songs that are less heavy as long as it's still a cohesive album. I think we're so quick to criticize something if it's not all this thing made me think deeply and critically Concept. about the world around me. A song after song. I think an album can still be a top album even if a song is a bop for the sake of being a bop while lightly touching on gender identity issues or religious persecution. Also, speaking sure. of bops, like if you look at the cover, she's in this dress she's a that's ready to bop. She's like, like she's going to bop around the room. She's basically well, dressed they... as like an old timey bomb. Or Violet, <laughs> Violet, you're turning Violet, but just for that's the way down. Did you put lower half. gum in your vagina? That's what <laughs> I don't think any anybody's stance is oh fun equals not no. as good. I think it's oh man, there are four really fucking catchy great songs. Oh, there's more of this album? I could not tell you. Also, Jesus Christ, hold the girl. You guys have a fucking daughter recently? <laughs> <laughs> I have tried have to shower to her, multiple times. <laughs> that's a fucking that's a dusty in the room song. And uh, Rena is going up against, uh, again, debut album. And uh, Ryan, let's put, I mean, the, there's the hit single Chase Lounge. Yeah. And I know I pronounced that wrong. Uh, let's put that on it's there. It's pronounced Chalange. Wet Leg. Chase Lounge. Wet Leg. I'm sorry, what did you want? Uh, yeah, Chase Ch- Lounge. Uh, pronounced so many different uh, The ways. apocryphal story is they met at a music festival and decided at the top of a Ferris wheel they're starting a band and made this. Based on all the lyrics and their vibe, that is bullshit. Everything they will always say is bullshit. <laughs> and this band is the best. This song featured in the um, Elite Eight TV comedy, Bad Sisters. Nice. Featured in so many. Yeah. If it's a British TV show, they're throwing this in there. Also, like, (laughs) speaking of that, though, like, I don't, this is like a first album. I don't know of a first album that has exploded as much as this album has. It's, this album is so tight and clean that I would have been like, oh, I've been a nerd and didn't know this is this, they've been around since 2010. Like, is that true? They they feel like a mature. No, no, no. This is their oh, first okay. album. I'm saying it, it's so tight and feels yeah, it's so got put a together. Feel to it. Uh, and the, the, it's two folks. It's it's just these two gals. It's so fuck. Ah, uh, it it is just too up my alley to talk about it. Uh, one of the intelligently. Uh, one of the things that me and might do is uh, constantly share uh, me or our our and our wives new catchphrases. Uh, and one for like the last two months has been me and my wife will say, oh, you don't want to do that? Well, I have Buffalo 66 on DVD. That's just <laughs> we're saying that constantly to each other. Do you guys know what? Is that a real movie? But yes. Oh, okay. Yes. I don't know if it was a joke. It or stars if it Christina was... Ricci. Oh. That, uh, it did not come out in 1966. Okay. From yeah, but Mike, like, I, like Greg has said this a couple times tonight of like, this was the explosion. This was like, I yes. didn't know about them and now I do. For me, this was the one. I cannot believe the smack in the face that this was even before it came out. Everybody would like, and you know, I'm not like into music, like reading articles and previews and stuff, but like everybody was like, Did you hear that new Wet Leg album? And then when I heard it, I was like, Fuck, this is it. This is it. Yeah, I felt like I woke up one day to a disembodied whisper Did you hear that new Wet Leg album? And And I don't know who was telling me. Let's be honest, every morning you wake up to a wet leg. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) 
So finally, music for Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's been a few bands in the past couple of years who have tried to fill this niche, and they they do the job of it better than any of the other ones we've had. But like you know, kind of like that um, washed out almost like depressed sounding vocals, but then dry like, cleaning. That's okay. That's it. Thank you, Mike. That's it. 100%. Yeah. But like what dry cleaning, dry cleaning shtick, I felt like kind of wore thin over the course of that mm-hmm. album. It's like, okay, we're doing this again on, on the next song. Not so with wet leg. There's a freshness that carries you throughout. And again, it's one of these kind of like, it doesn't overstay. It's welcome. They come in, they give you like 14 tracks or so, and they head on out. And maybe she doesn't have the vocal range of Rosalia, but what she lacks in that, she makes up for in like interesting decisions the yes. entire album through. Yeah, yeah, phrasing right. and structure. It is. Can you just play Frankenstein before <laughs> we vote? Yeah, <laughs> just, just play Frankenstein. Maybe that'll sway some people. Would you actually really play Frankenstein's now- monster? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Greg, do you mean Mary Shelley's Frankenstein's monster? Oh crap! Marry me. Jennifer Lopez? <laughs> she usually is a one-track mind. <laughs> it's for the Peacock original movie, Marry Me. <laughs> like, I've heard of Arena Rock, but Arena Rock? Yeah. <laughs> you guys love being friends with Ryan? <laughs> I'll tell you later, Ryan. <laughs> Can I tell you guys a secret? This is worse to me. This battle is worse than the Beyonce Sudan archives. This, this sucks. Is, this, sucks. Really this sucks. sucks. This art. Let's wait. Wait. Let Cassie this... talk. She's crying. Yeah. Let She's Cassie crying. talk. Cassie well, it's fine. This, this artist will never move on past around, and it's so fucking devastating. But Dude, she made the top sixteen. She made the top sixteen, and she will die there always with this group, and it fucking sucks. And she only made the top <laughs> yeah. sixteen because I put her in. I know. Oh, uh, that's no. <laughs> It fucking sucks. It looks like if she follows the trajectory, she'll make like a really good album next time. Oh. It's got to be all the same sound throughout. She has to bring the no. She has to bring something something from that album last year or two years ago, and yes. something from this album, and she has that, to combine yes. them in a the meaningful way. One. And she, she will has to make a hot pocket of that. Dude, <laughs> I will buy. I will buy Rena stock right now on winning this bracket, and, and I'll buy a hot pocket for everybody on this podcast. <laughs> He, fucking, he says that, but he never does it. <laughs> Round of hot pockets. It'll be I really want lean one. pockets at best. On me. You have to buy one box. That's it. <laughs> we're all fed. Oh, a lean pocket. Broccoli and Parmesan. Thanks, Greg. I actually like that one. <laughs> Books, let's start with you. You brought Rena to us. Where are you going to go? I brought Rena to us, and I'm sticking with that. I do think Wet Leg is fantastic, but Rena's getting my vote. She has my heart. Better than I thought. Ryan? <laughs> oh, man. Like... You know, I love Rena. Uh, she's amazing, but it, the Wet Leg is the album of the year. Cassie, like I need to ask. It's Rena. <laughs> Greg, I planned out that thing I was going to say about Rena like two weeks ago. Um, <laughs> I I really do like a, a couple of the songs off this track, but Wet Leg was one of one of those surprising bands that um, I'm I'm excited to have found. So Wet Leg. And Caitlin, which way, which way are you gonna go? The album that I literally <laughs> cannot stop putting on replay. I, I don't think I've. I think this is gonna be. Do you own this on vinyl, bro? I should <laughs> if I had a record player, but I don't want to buy one because I can just get Spotify for ten dollars a month. Um, 
I'm tired so of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I don't want to yeah, have yeah, stuff yeah. in my house anymore. No, yeah. I've reversed. I want stuff again. <laughs> I oh, miss man. stuff. Order. <laughs> All right. Rena. It's Rena. Two to Wet Leg, but I get two votes. Wet Leg moves on because, like Ryan said, this might be the album of the year. God damn, is it so good. I'll see you all on the Che Lounge. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, the last battle of round one, Fontaine's DC. It's Irish versus Canadian as they take on CRJ. It is the final battle of the first round. Sixth seed Fontaine's DC, Skinty Fia, sees the gloomy Irish band taking a shift into shoegazy post-punk. Look, they're still angry at the world. They're just sad and tired and older now. Up against it is Cassie's pick, Carly Rae Jepsen's The Loneliest Time. CRJ wrote the album over Zoom with collaborators blending bubblegum pop sounds of numerous decades with sardonic and darker lyrics than one would expect. Ryan, I ask you this. At this point, both of these acts are comfortable in their groove. Who's bringing more air of freshness to the table? Oh, Michael, Michael, Michael. Do you remember? uh, Let me ask you this before I answer that. Let me uh, respond to a question with a question. I love it. Fontaine's DC feels like they have been on the bracket before. Yes. How different is this album than previous albums? Like, is this like mellow? Weren't it's they slower. near misses last year? Like, didn't they not quite make it, but they were on the bracket late? Think- Dog Rel, their first album was on the bracket. Oh, okay. And did pretty good. And then their last album, I think, didn't quite get it. It was Stinky Fia. It was Stinky Fia. Nailed it. Uh, and uh, this one, which I think Skinty Fia stands for killing a sacred deer, all people eat spaghetti the same, uh, <laughs> on. is on it again. Let's and yeah, it's just slower. They slowed down. They got drudgier. They got into like Mogwai. And then it's slower. And album. it feels like it feels like a old sort of like not the 80s, not the 90s, but somewhere in between, you know, like that, like the pavement helmet. Sort of, but like not that, not that hard. Like the Joy Division is much closer, I think. Of like, and that to me sort of becomes a little boring. And Mike, what I'm trying to do is, as a podcaster, I'm trying to uh, stretch out a segment. I'm trying to um, <laughs> uh, have conversation with my friends before an album gets absolutely mutilated. Well, let's let's listen to some of that. Let's hear uh, Jackie down the line. Which this was on know. our um, mixtape, right? Yeah, this was. God damn it, was it? No, it was, <laughs> yeah. a, it was an honorable mention. Oh, okay. It's definitely like the tune to, to Bob. It is the boppiest of them, and I do love his My very dead hand. Do, do, do. She knows got a point of view. Says you've got away with murder. Maybe once I may be two. Something it's, there's a lot here, like um, so often, so many pop songs where with British people, uh, they will lose their accent just to sing, and like uh-huh. then there's this other type of band, like uh, uh, Lush from the mid '90s, of like I will really dig into my accent on this oh, song. Crikey! <laughs> well, this, this album has a uh, song called "I Love You," and it's to the country of Ireland. So they fucking let you know they're Irish this whole time. <laughs> but I thought that DC Fontaine's would be my um, 90s ass alternative rock entry into this bracket. Mm-hmm. Uh, that actually turned out to be Pup. We got Pup in. Uh, and now it's going up against CRJ, which is just a 
a nonstop cotton candy cloud riding filled magnificence. Like it's just I don't I don't what the fuck, dude. Like, I feel like I know her now. Like uh-huh. I like a lot of the the artists that we listen to for this, but like she comes through like she shines through in the way she sings and delivers some of these lines this is she the, call like me the maybe coolest person. person say it again ryan this is the call me maybe person and i know, I know. what fear. a novelty <laughs> act turns into a pop fucking bulldozer mac yes yeah Uh, <laughs> this is on my shoulders. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that song we just listened to like a little bit of is about like being the worst boyfriend of all time, right? Like I will eventually just become the biggest piece of shit that we have yes. to. Break and <laughs> I wrote a poem about how deep. Well, and dark I just I, am. I had two thoughts. One, it's a shame that, that so many people still so only know CRK. Like, we're like, <laughs> but dude, we have to listen like, to that. It breaks song. my heart. <laughs> like, uh, but Fontaine, so many albums <laughs> that we listened out to in the past four minutes of you just saying this, and it's mostly fading out because I'm turning down the volume. This is a great album. I'm thinking a lot, or they're like. Fontaine CC was the one that <laughs> you really could have picked like, two opposite albums to throw against like, each gravity other. Gravity yeah, was just is a little bit stronger. The other one, this Fontaine's DC album just, sounds yeah, like the sun hasn't appreciated as much months. because I genuinely <laughs> felt. What, what, what I love because you say yeah. Carly Rae Jepsen is pure sun. The loneliest time isn't, I think, sonically pure sun. It, it's it's bubbly. It's fun. It's open. And lyrically, mm-hmm. and I think this is like her sixth or seventh album. She knows what she's doing at this point. And lyrically, it is darker. And it's not sad. Yeah, she's more middle fingering. You, you know, the perfect song like, is Be- yeah. Beach House because Beach House is yes. about heavy topics, right? It's Let's about play Beach House. Yeah, it's about being disappointed by man after man in different ways. I get but it, but she makes it so fun and funny. Do you know what I couldn't get out of my head is? Um, I also uh, I listened to Carly Rae Jepsen's new album at the same time I read J- Jeanette McCurdy's book. Mm. Uh-huh, I'm, I, I'm glad my I, uh-huh. mom is dead. Yeah, and I couldn't separate the two, but I think there's a little bit of the book on this album. <laughs> Let's take a listen. <laughs> Shall we? This is just well, the audio book. I'm that her glad my mom is dead. <laughs> in a book. made a picnic for two. Saw you was nervous, I thought it was cute. Until I found out that his mom made the food. It was good, it was though. Good, Boy number two had a beautiful face. I highly agree to go back to his place. His wife really had some impeccable taste. Best line of the whole thing. She was sweet. And as an album, like, uh, if I would, like, uh, doing this rush of listening to 16 albums, when I looked back at the CRJ track list, I'd be like, I, I remember how that song goes. I remember how that song uh-huh. goes. Like, how important yeah. is that? Totally. It, it, the, yeah, track by track, this sticks out more than most. Uh, Hanif Abdurraqib has an awesome interview with her from Object of Sound is his podcast. Uh, and she broke down how she recorded this. So Big Thief uh, took, like, 50 songs made us listen to 20 she had 80 songs and still delivered this tight That's little Prince pop style. album Damn. yeah seriously 
And she would listen to it, and she's like, I know my favorites, and would send it to friends and family and some like high-level fans and be like, but what are your favorites of all these? And then would just sit there quietly. And that's just like smart business. That is not indulgent at all. I'm going to make a killer pop album that people want to hear. Mm-hmm. And, and I know that people want to hear it because I've talked to them after they've heard <laughs> yes. parts of it. <laughs> I focus grouped this album in a way that doesn't seem uh, fake. In the meantime, I sort of felt like... As much as I liked the album, I felt like uh, Fontaine's dis- DC on this bracket was like, well, we have to like throw the angry white idiot boy something, right? Like we have to throw that on there. <laughs> it's 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 good. It's really good. It's a great album. Th- like this is, Mike, you have not run across a bigger slam dunk tonight wow. than this. No, uh, I'll say that I I listened uh, one of my pandemic coping methods that I've just keep going because. Uh, normal anxiety exists too is i listen to as many new albums as i can and i rank them carly ray has sat at number one since it came out it came mm. out the same day as midnight's by taylor swift i know that because i remember listening to midnight's going oop and then not stopping carly ray for three weeks straight. i mean just think about that like they had the same release date and crj yeah. did not move off the calendar she was like no we'll still we'll still come out at that same time it's funny because they're the 10th right. and 11th seeds carly ray jepson oh. is the 11th seed and taylor swift is the 10th seed but she was right, at it's voting though. time yeah, CRJ was added on. True. Yeah. Not even meant to, because critics are like, fuck critics, man. But we're <laughs> criticizing now. Who's getting out of here? Ryan, who are you going for? Um, Fontaine's DC mm-hmm. is, so it, it feels old. It makes me feel old when I'm listening yeah. to it. You know, like, uh, you guys are, <laughs> yeah. It's just like, aging is just feeling gravity, man. You guys are a 20s band, and I love that, but also sound like the 10s and the 90s and the 80s. Uh, it's CRJ. Cassie. My girl yeah. CRJ. Greg. Yeah, I think it's it's not quite a slam dunk, but it almost is. Carly Rae Jepsen. Caitlin. Um, Beach House is my most listened to song of 2022, so it has to be be it has to be Carly. Mac. And Beach House <laughs> was on the Clean 2022 sweet. mixtape. Yes. Yes, it was. Yes, yes. yes it was. <laughs> That is your first round going in to fight each other. We have, and keep me honest, guys, we have Beyonce. Maybe that's what I was feeling. Bad Not Bunny, gravity, aging. Danger Mouse and Black Thought, <laughs> Conway the Machine, Rosalia, Alves, Wet Leg, and Carly Rae Jepsen. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, all of those people enter. Only one album leaves. All right, enough bullshit. Now everything matters, you little pricks. <laughs> Round two. It's an battle energy. One. <laughs> Mike, are you an army kid? Do you have an army dad? I wasn't an army kid. I was an army yeah. boy. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, are was, we your army kids? You were my army kid. Oh, wow. That's why we keep moving, guys. That's why we all move on. That's time. why he says things to us like, oh, I thought we were all going to be here on time. <laughs> or, I thought we'd have this done the day before it was due. It's weird oh, army th- stuff. Thought you knew how to make your bed. <laughs> I inspect all of your beds. I should be able to bounce my butt off of it. <laughs> I guarantee you can, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that helps sex, guys. Stop using <laughs> shitty beds. Increase your sex. Also, Increase your sex. If, you guys, <laughs> if you guys have not looked in a while, Mike's butt is bounceable. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, been doing, he's got I've that been juice in, in the squats. trunk. Yeah, Mike's the Mike's the most caked up of our male panelists. Congratulations, my mom Mike. used to make fun of me. Thank you so much. My mom used to make fun of me for having no butt. So this butt 
is in spite of her. <laughs> well, because, Mike, did you find that as you became an adult, that it's not just that, that it looks weird to not have a butt, but that means that, like, you don't have muscles that are helping you, like, all right, so it'll, 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 that settles down on our fucking shit talking. Your back hurts more without a butt, guys. I feel like every Christmas I give a little bit of my butt to Mike. His butt grows, my butt shrinks, and that's how friendship works. <laughs> You're the who's and Buddies. I'm the Grinch, baby. All right, battle one, round two. Beyonce Renaissance versus Bad Bunny Unverano Sinti. It hurts now, people. McKenna, where are you going? <laughs> Painfully, I'm going with Bad Bunny. Greg. Oh, man. It's like you know this is going to happen, but then you're still not prepared for it. I think if I have to, if I'm being totally 100% honest with myself, it has to be. I want to say Beyonce because I feel like that's the smart person's answer, but I can't start doing what a smart person would do now. I've been living my life in a completely <laughs> different way. <laughs> Too late so to I'm, change. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Bad Bunny. Also, isn't it weird that we've lived long enough that Beyonce's become the radio head? That used yeah. to be the radio head answer. <laughs> weird, weird world. Caitlin. Uh, Bad Bunny. Okay, I'm going to remind Is you, Beyonce's it? the number one seed. I know. That's not it. We have one more, and so then that's the it. Rabbit, Ryan, where are you going? <laughs> oh, it's uh, Bad Bunny. Loved you. Thank you. Thank you for being part of my 2022, but it's Beyonce Way to be the biggest sure. recording artist in the world. And Cassie. I'm going to keep angering you guys. It's Bad Bunny. <laughs> My two votes still don't equal enough. You guys uh, are high as shit, are wrong, but Bad Bunny, our number, let me scroll up. I'm going to say eighth seed. Our eighth seed takes off our first seed. We talked. I didn't think anyone would follow me. I didn't follow you. And I was just gone. We blazed it. Man. It's because you're a cult leader, McKenna. It's true. All right. Fucking. They've all given me their money. They know that that's investment only means. People don't come here like to watch me. the number one seed win or listen yeah. to the number oh, one seed. That, oh, so we're creating <laughs> drama. They come the, for the upsets. Yeah. Plus, you, you know how, how, how good this is going to go for the TikTok generation? They're going to love this. <laughs> our next matchup is our hip hop fight in the second round. Danger Mouse and Black Thoughts Cheat Codes. The album is called Cheat Codes. The band is not called Cheat Codes. Versus <laughs> Conway the Machines. God, don't make mistakes. But does pop filter? <laughs> we'll start with you, Cassie. Uh, Danger Mouse. Ryan. Danger Mouse. McKenna. Danger Mouse. Greg. In a weird way, this almost isn't fair because this is an album that a guy worked on for 13 years with like 18 of his like, super accomplished friends, but it's better. Danger Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> hey, two guys worked on it for 13 years with their friends. <laughs> Danger and Mouse. <laughs> And Caitlin. Sure. Yes. Danger Mouse. All right. Sure. Conway. Yes. Get out of here. <laughs> it's impressive you made it. Greg wants to give you a hug. I loved your album. Danger Mouse moves on. All right. Oh, this one's going to be fucking fast. <laughs> Rosalia Motomami versus Olve's Blue Rev. Greg, we'll start with you. Rosalia. Motomami, Motomami. <laughs> Books. Motomami. Ryan. Rosalia. Caitlin. Rosalia. And Cassie. Rosalia. But always. Yeah. Incredible job. Yes. All face. All face. And forever. <laughs> Last battle of the second round. Wet legs, wet leg. 
versus Carly Rae Jepsen's Shit. Loneliest Ugh. Time Ryan. Uh, Mike, you ready for your host power? I'm I, I've been ready the whole night, it's, and sometimes they're all strong enough. Yeah, that's what's been happening to you, right, Mike? That, <laughs> yeah. Like you've been you've had to take it even out of with hands. my double votes. Love the CRJ, but it's wet leg and it's by a billion. All right, McKenna. CRJ. Caitlin. Carly Rae Jepsen. Cassie. It's Carly. Greg. Oh, man. This is going to go boy, girl. How <laughs> awful. <laughs> I'm going to say wet leg. All these boys with a wet leg. <laughs> I said that Carly Rae Jepsen was my number one album you for did the six that. months mm-hmm. after it came out. You said that. But then I started listening with a critical ear, guys. I fucking love Carly Rae Jepsen's The Loneliest Eye, but I have to use my host power. Wet legs, wet leg. Moves on. Carly, I love you. All right. That was round two. That was really sad. That was really sad, actually. To what she yeah, made I've it to been... the... It's strong. It's strong. Yeah, it's very good a, for Carly. good showing. Yeah. It's, it's good for... Better than Rena. Let me grieve, okay? <laughs> let, me, let me fucking grieve. Both our girls grieve. are gone. Let us grieve. Oh, you want to be hurt. The next two albums... Uh, just, this sucks. Bad Bunny's Un Verano Sinti versus Danger Mouse and Black Thought Cheat Codes. Hurt me. Hurt me, you fuckers. <laughs> Cassie, where are you voting? I think you owe me money. Now. It's like you really, yeah. <laughs> really targeted that one. <laughs> Again, Bad Bunny was huge, but I, the one album was just spent so much time on it. It's perfect. Uh, Danger Mouse. Oh, not hurt me. Ryan? I shouldn't. Should I not put my thumb on the scale and let people know which way I'm going? <laughs> Do you want to vote the wrong way or the right way? I mean, right now Mike is naked on a spinning wheel, <laughs> uh, whipping himself, asking us to do the same. Um, yeah, uh, uh, Bad Bunny is probably going to represent 22 for me for a long, long time, but it's Danger Mouse. Caitlin. Who are you choosing? Caitlin. Oh, it's me. Um, Bad Bunny. McKenna. Uh, Danger Mouse. It's a mouse Gregory. <laughs> I'm going to go with Bad Bunny, Mike. I love a rodential fight. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Mean uh, Possum? <laughs> it is uh, the one timeless album on the 16 list. Danger Mouse and Black Thought moves on. Hey, you guys didn't hurt me. <laughs> I remembered who voted against me. I will always remember. <laughs> Your final battle of round three. Rosalia Motomami versus Wet Leg, Wet Leg. Ooh. Caitlin. No, don't go to me first. Let's start with your panic. Why? <laughs> I just realized this is what was happening. Well, cut to uh, Caitlin on the field going through panic. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, um, Rosalia. Yeah, you panicked, but I felt like everybody knew which way that was going to yeah, go. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you I don't know. <laughs> you went to her first. You can't. Uh, I'm going to stick with Motomami. Books? I'm also going to stick with Motomami. <laughs> Ryan? I, uh, this is it. Now that Beyonce, especially because Beyonce is gone, this is the finals to me. But this is it. And, um, by a fucking pubic hair. And you guys know how thin my pubic hair is. Right? Like, yeah, it's been thing for years. I don't have, now like, you owe me money. I don't have pubic hairs like Mike, which are all fucking chunky and wet all the time. I have a uh, very sl- slim, dry pubic, pubic hair. Fagioli. I have oh my to go. God. 
<laughs> we got to get so HR back. <laughs> no, I mean, he's Italian, and so they're covered in gazpacho all the time. <laughs> cold su- His pubes are covered in cold soup. Ice I- cold tomato soup. <laughs> That's why I'm so, I have such strong constitution. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go with the wet leg, Mike. My- Smeet- <laughs> I live in wet Mike's got it all, <laughs> soup to nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that made me forget who's voted. Uh, M- Mac, you've not voted, right? I have voted. I voted for Motomami. Oh, you voted for Motomami. Cassie, did you vote? I haven't yet, and I'm so sorry. It's going to be Rosalia. All right. Even my double vote for Wet Leg cannot stop the monstrosity that is Rosalia's Motomami. Is that a drop, Greg? Can we use that on Moody? Just Mike screaming, even my double vote for Wet Leg. <laughs> We're not stop moaning, mommy. <laughs> Super villain turn. Your final battle. Woo. Danger Mouse and Black Thought's cheat codes versus Rosalia's Motomami. Oh, my goodness gracious. I love when it hurts. We're going to start with Gregory. I thought for sure the finals would be Bad Bunny versus rosalia and i was not sure which way i was going to go but thankfully i was spared that and it's very easy for me to say rosalia's motomami is the album of the year for the old gregster ryan i thought for sure the final would be beyonce versus wet leg which leads me to say to you mike what are the options <laughs> Danger Mouse and Black Thoughts Cheat Codes and Rosalie's Motomami. Also, Ryan, before you vote, can I get the board to give me three votes instead of two? <laughs> um, oh, man. Uh, uh, this is, uh, this is going to be the first time that I say it tonight, but Danger Mouse, only 37 minutes? Like, come on, we need more album than that. It's Rosalia. What? Uh, that is surprising. Okay, that is I see sh- the wind's That's blowing. the shock of the night right there, brothers. I'm going to vote right now. That's two to Danger Mouse and Black Thought because I see the way the winds are going. It's two to two. Books? This one is tougher than I thought the matchup was going to be because I thought it was going to be Rosalia and Bad Bunny, and I knew I was going to go with Rosalia. Um, but Wait, now that hold it's on, been Mac. S- you thought that both Spanish would be in the top two? Same yeah. here, yeah. Spanish so finals, yeah. Those, yeah, were, those were my – yeah, I, I genuinely thought those were going to be a top two. But – um. I'm going to go with Danger Mouse. Ooh. I did not see that coming in. I love it so much. <laughs> if we're all saying what we thought the top two would be, I thought it was going to be Danger Mouse and Beyonce. Who did it, Who did I not? Me. I keep distracting myself. Cassie, <laughs> it's all up to you. Well, I have to vote too. Well, you all pointed to Cassie. <laughs> I was going like this, like, listen, Caitlin, we call on you to vote and you one. panic. We don't give you a vote, you panic. Cassie, uh, where are you going? For me, it's Danger Mouse. And Caitlin, where are you going? It's all up to me. <laughs> you didn't say what you think was going to be in the finals, but I'll say it. Um, I thought it was going to be Bad Bunny and Rena because I love Rena, and I thought everyone else did, but apparently they don't. But um, Rosalia is really great, so I'm going to go with Rosalia. Rosalia, so glad I know you exist. You make awesome danceable pop, but th- thankfully I can go to bed happy tonight. The best album of the year is also Pop Filters album of the year. Danger Mouse and Black Thought Cheat Codes. You take it down, gentlemen. 
A 13 seed, Mike. A 13 seed. <laughs> yeah. 13 seed. <laughs> that feels Man, like when us. you knock out the number one seed, you don't know what the fuck's going to happen <laughs> Also, uh, can I say real quick that uh, this Rosalia album and the 2018 one, El Garchar. Uh, 2018. Uh, El Such incredible albums. Please. All the Rosalia you can get. And if you listen to it, and this goes for people on the show, too, and you realize that it's better than the Danger Mouse album, there's nothing wrong with just saying, hey, I, I blew it. I got it wrong. <laughs> uh, there's nothing wrong with that, and that will not happen. Hello, police. <laughs> Thank you for answering my call. Arrest Greg immediately. What? <laughs> well, I got to go, guys. <laughs> He's getting well, arrested. Well, <laughs> four. There's a lot of us tonight. Give me a deep breath. For McKenna, I'm Greg for Gregor, Caleb for Caleb, Kessie for Kessie, Brad for Rado, Mike, and thank you very much. Keep listening to those albums. Goodbye. So, while Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected anywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic health care need for millions of people who can become pregnant. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. And we're already seeing certain medical practices be restricted even in those states. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's the number four, donationsforabortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, abortion.cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, plancpills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. You can also find all the links to these resources at podvoices.help and in the show notes. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.